Can't bring the ship up to broadcast deck. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you. An eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new? What are you doing? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. It is a Saturday night on 106.7 WJFK. That is Dubs. I am El Jefe. And we are here. We are live. We're ready to chat it up with you if you want to get in. I believe we even have working phones this evening. We do. Hopefully everything will come down. We'll be able to hear you fine. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. Also, too, on MySpace, you can add us, myspace.com slash Hideout Radio. And, of course, there's uh, a whole lot more. Our usual Saturday night buddies, not here with us. Uh, the Satchel Patch is on vacation in Arkansas, so I'm sure we're going to have a ton of stories from him. He's the new guy that's joined us in the Hideout. And the kid, McLovin. Also took the night off because he's getting paid on assignments uh, to cover a baseball game. Yes. So we've already scared him off in some former fashion. Here. It's it's only been two or three weeks, and the boys have left us. But regardless, Hefe and Dubs, your Saturday night buddies, we're still here with you, and that doesn't mean that you can't participate because we got a lot of stuff to do. Before it's been a the, big week. Before the end of these three hours. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it's one of those slow weeks, and you're like, I don't know if I really want to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. And then other times, bombshells happen, and really bombshells when no one else really gets to talk about them. Yeah. And in certain cases, like this weekend, that's what's going to go on here in the hideout. For those of you that don't know what the hideout is, it's a safe place. It's a place that you can come into and not worry about just the rest of the stuff during the week from your real life. And I got to tell you, dude, my real life sucked this week. It, I thought, ironically, and I'm not lying to you, I thought I was having a heart attack at one point this week. Really? I, I want to go into it a little bit. Maybe if a doctor could help a brother out because I'm having some issues. And, of course, that's the new thing now with what happened to Tim Russert. Everyone trying to, like, localize it. Mm-hmm. You know, and how does this affect you? And what do you know about heart disease? I got to be honest. I know nothing. I know that my heart operates on monster energy drinks, and that's about it. Do you think they were sympathy pains in your heart for uh, for no, good old Tim Russell? No, it was the night before. So, no, probably not. I know that you were mired in a depression. A little bit. A light one. <laughs> Much like the economy, you're in a yes. light depression. 
And uh, there's a whole lot more for us to get to. So if you want to get in, 800-636-1067 here on this Saturday night. And I guess it's hot. I guess it's really, really hot. Who knew? I didn't. I wouldn't have known I'm if, so it weren't, used to it. if it weren't for the Drudge Report. Yep. Well, here's a little secret for you guys. We do the hideout from our Florida location in Tampa Bay. So it's always hot here. Yeah, it's always hot here. But I'm reading on the front of the Drudge Report. We're in D.C. They're talking about power outages, 105 degrees. You no, know what I mean? They're I, talking about like problems on the uh, on the metro. You know what I mean? I wonder why that happens in cities like uh, you know D.C., New York, L.A., where they have these rolling blackouts when it gets really hot out. But Florida, where it's hot all the time, we have no problem with that. I guess we're used to it, though. I don't know. Well, I mean, our 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 power system should be the same, shouldn't it? I don't know. I don't understand what it is either, but I guess it's been really, really hot. So if you even want to get in on that, 800-636-1067. Wait a second. Isn't that why we couldn't take phone calls last week because there was a power surge? Because yeah. of, uh, I think it's a part of it is in Florida, people are used to the hot, so they're not constantly pumping the AC. You know what I mean? And uh, that kind of okay. thing. And maybe when you start pumping the AC all the time, that's when all of a sudden the... And we have these uh, low-functioning central airs down here that don't pick up like the uh, the big power like the wall unit let's just face it you and i it's like we're living in haiti yeah it really is one of those situations where it's just i'm always sweating and as a fat hairy guy that is not good Ooh, that reminds me did you did you see the 750 pound man no the, this the, the 700 pound guy that his dream is to walk at his wedding like it's, to stand at his wedding i guess that's what i'm having dream. a wedding is more shocking than than even him being 700 pounds at this point. I want to talk about Russert in a second, but this thing is hilarious. It's this guy. Well, he's a Mexican dude, right? I guess they tell yeah. you got a hideout download for us, though? Yeah. All right, here's a hideout download uh, on this fattest man. Oh, wait a second. All right, I gotta, <clears throat> hold on. Maybe uh, let me go get it from somewhere else. Um, yeah, hold on. Give me two seconds, right. and, and I'll have it for us. Uh, 800-636. 1067. I've got the story Manuel in front of me. All right, I got it. No, All right. we're good. Here we go. Manuel Uribe has a simple birthday wish, to stand on the day of his wedding. Uribe, who turns 43 this month, has already dropped 550 pounds from his once Guinness record weight of more than 1,200 pounds. Two years of steady dieting and exercise have gotten him down to around 700 pounds. To celebrate his birthday, he took a short trip outside of his house, only his third in six years. Uribe tried to attend his fiance's birthday party in March, but that fell through when a flatbed tow truck brought to transport his reinforced bed got caught beneath an underpass. What a pig. If you've seen the photo of this guy, too, he looks exactly like Jabba the Hutt. Why is Russert dead and a guy that has to be literally carried around by a flatbed truck still alive how does his heart not give out you know that is funny when you think about it a guy got up to 1200 pounds and his ticker still going yeah yet you got Russert, who you know wasn't the smallest of dudes no but he was he was like the normal fat right kind of he was he was kind of all american fat yeah that's why everyone thought he was so cool you know he's from buffalo yeah. you know he was on television he didn't look like a television guy i think that's why he was kind of endearing because he was kind of every man you know what i mean mm -hmm. and uh you know and he dies yesterday of this heart attack and i got to be honest with you i'm i'm genuinely bummed out about it you know what the mark of a good dude is when you don't feel like goofing on it yeah i'm not i'm not really big on goofing on on Russert today 
I mean, I, I told you about the the time I met him, right? No, because yeah, I didn't I didn't meet him. But that is, you know, <laughs> I such that, that's about as far as I'm gonna go. Right. When goofing on him, because I I have no beef with the guy. I like meet the press. I I never heard him say anything that really pissed me off or got me outraged. It's not like he's Stephen A. Smith. There, see, that's the point. You got Tim Russer dead, but Stephen A. Smith is still living. What kind of world is this? And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really do. Because to me, Tim Russert was like the consummate journalist. You know, like he seemed like a real journalist. Maybe that was that's me being naive, but I saw the dude. I'm like, here's a guy that really cares about giving not just all sides of the story, but really kind of playing devil's advocate, what a journalist yeah. is supposed to be. And I kind of feel like almost his death is a microcosm for the rest of... I don't know, journalism as a whole and TV mm -hmm. as a whole and the way that journalism is dying. But yeah, I don't even feel like goofing on the dude because I really liked him. And I'm genuinely bummed out over his death. Plus, you know, we're in D.C. and I know he's got a lot of friends. You know, D.C. is kind of in mourning because he's one of those superstars within the Beltway. Let's get back to the 700-pound man, though. Uribe and Claudia Solis have been together for two years and they're planning to wed... Uribe also hopes he'll grab another Guinness title, this time the world's greatest loser of weight. For MSNBC.com, I'm Dara Brown. Uh, wow, what do you think about the chick that's with the do with the 700-pound guy? Yeah, that, him being able to even get married and then his dream being to walk at his marriage, it's... It's, uh... You know what? That's it. I'm getting married next year, and that's what my goal is. My, I, I can barely get laid right now. My goal is to walk down the aisle, and therefore I'm going to set my goals low. So now I think I'm going to be able to live this one up. Although, all right, let me get back and tell you about how I thought I was having a heart attack this week. I had such an amazingly stressful week this week, mm. and I was getting these. I woke up in the middle of the night. I think it was Thursday night. Maybe it was Thursday night. I woke up in the middle of the night with these shooting pains on the left side of my back. Well, I was always told, you know, you kind of feel it in your chest, but that if you feel pains in your back, then that's also a sign of a heart attack. Man, I jumped up. I kind of started freaking out a little bit. Mm. My chick's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I got this shooting pain, like, in my upper left back. And she go, and she kind of felt on it, and she's like, uh, it's just a stress knot. That's all it was, was a stress knot. Mm. But at the time, and it really... You freaked out, though. I freaked out. I popped an Excedrin, and I ended up feeling a lot better. But the other weird thing that's been happening, too, to me, Dubs, is the fact that, like, and it's happened just about twice now a week, and I get this real weird palpitation, palpitation up, like, near my throat. And I have no, and it's, it's, and it's like this fluttering right here, like, up near my throat, and it goes real fast, and I just kind of have to swallow and grin and bear it, and it goes, it, you know, after about 20 seconds, it's gone. But it's a really freaky thing because it's involuntary, and I don't know what to do with it. Well, I, I've never had that happen before. I've had like a, a heart flutter almost, where it's actually I can actually feel it. It's my heart area where it's got kind of an odd, irregular beat for a few minutes, and like almost missing a beat. Like it's uh, you know the timing's off on it, right? And I've had that before, but I've never had it up in my throat. I don't know if that has to do with the heart or if you're just hungry. I don't know. Maybe it's a hunger thing. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I just need another ice cream sandwich. Because yeah. ice cream sandwiches make everything better. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK, 800-636-1067. It even happened, too, when you and I were on the air one day.
Huh? You and I were on the air this, uh, not this last week, but the week before. Remember when I told you? I'm like, dude, like I, I couldn't hold my concentration. I couldn't formulate a thought because I'm concentrating on this fluttering mm-hmm. at the top of my throat. And I don't know what it was, and I had to let you take over the show, and of course that was an abortion. Uh, so it was at mm-hmm. that point that, you know, it's really kind of starting to freak me out. And I just started the job in my, that I'm at, so I, my insurance benefits hadn't kicked in. And that's the whole thing I'm thinking about. Like, no joke. When I'm thinking I'm having a heart attack, I'm like, do I just die or do I go in and deal with the medical bills of, you know, getting treated or seen because I feel like I'm having a heart attack? And genuinely, man, that is no joke. Like, I have that thought of if I had insurance, I would have gone in. Really? I probably would have gone in, but because of the fact that I'm not insured yet and I'm still in that 90-day period, I stuck it out, and I was okay. But you know what I mean? You're the reason why nationalized health care would not work, because you'd go in every time you're gassy. I think that's all you were, is gassy, and you'd be plugging up our systems because you've got a little uh, a little bit of uh, a little frog in your throat. So I don't know. But anyway, hey, so getting back to this Russert thing okay. for a moment, and I really am bummed out the guy's dead. But, all right, so he's recording voiceovers for Meet the Press. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's really the story? Or do you think maybe he was taping something? And if there was tape of it, would you want to see it? Here's the real question. Next Monday, how many wacky morning shows are going to say, and let's go to that tape and have some kind of bit ready to go? No, do you I think that's going to happen? I don't know, because you and I are pretty... I don't know, we're, we're quote-unquote shock jocks, and we don't mm-hmm. feel like, you know, goofing on the guy, so I don't think that anybody else would. And that's what I was saying earlier about If it was Wolf Blitzer, we'd be all over it. it well, we would be. Absolutely, if it was Wolf Blitzer, I'd have no problem with it. Or any of the other ones, but with Russert, I don't feel it. Do you think that that tape will ever get out? No. I and that, You know, that one I don't think should get out. I don't have, because the guy wasn't an again, ass. He, again, wasn't, he wasn't the... Uh, the, the who was that the uh we've well, you've had the tapes of Bill O'Reilly come out not too long ago when he was on Inside Edition you know what I mean just like yelling at people and stuff but I don't know anything concerning a death oh are you talking about the, the I, I, crocodile hunter yeah everybody was clamoring to get that croc hunter tape and uh that never came out and that one should have come out because that guy was just a jerk doing his job this guy had an actual heart attack probably just recording something so it wouldn't be that good a tape anyway right but yeah, if it was someone who wasn't uh, a serious, fair person, right. I would love to see it. That's why we're here in the hideout, FN Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, because everyone's kind of, you know, they're talking about Russell, but, like, the other thing that's kind of odd about that, too, and do you, does it make you think about your own mortality? Because yeah, what, what, because of how young he is? Well, yeah, he's 58, but then you think, at the same time, here's a guy that's on TV, and we always think that people on TV are indestructible. You mm. know what I mean? Like when I was told that he died, I'm like, what? Really? And it's amazing how fast NBC put these packages together, these retrospectives they on They had ready life. to go almost. Yeah. You know, because sometimes I've heard about that, where news organizations, they have packages prepared for people when but, they die. But who would have a Russet package already? I don't think. I just think they were that fast. And he's, that, he's dying at pilgrimage. Right. You know, people have lived past 60 for a long, long time now. But, I, you know, I just, like, I think about that. Here's a guy that's been immortalized. He's been on television. He's written books. You know what I mean? He really was kind of a staple when it comes to American politics. Now, I will say, he did annoy me with all the dad stuff. 
Yeah, but that was also kind that of endearing, an, yeah, too. Yeah, a little bit endearing, but I, I never got into it. Right. But here's the situation now. And this is what this is what we as humans almost have to stop and deal with constantly. Now, that guy, that bigger-than-life persona, that talking head, is just on a slab somewhere. Yep. And that's it. Like, I don't care... I don't care how great you are. I don't care the amazing things that you do in your life. You're all resorted to the same thing. We are all going to be equal in the end, and that is that we're just going to be gone. Well, we're just, yeah, we're just clumps of mass at that point. Right. There's nothing there. Because he's not that same guy anymore. He's he's there. I mean, there is his carcass. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean to be crass about this, but here in the hideout, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you know, I want a radio career, I want to do this, I want to do that. All of this stuff is so important. But here you got a man that had it all. You know, I'd have given anything to sit there and talk to presidents and write books and be on national television all the time. But now, guess what? He's gone. That's it. Now, you think, okay, well, he's left his mark on society. But really, what is at the end, all you are is just a dude on a slab. Yep. Does that freak you out at all? At times, that's one of those thoughts that just kind of creep into your mind every once in a while, where it it, it, it blindsides you almost when you're not even thinking about it. And you're, it just pops in your head, I'm going to die someday. Like one day, none of this is going to matter. I'm not going to see anything. It's just going to be dark and cold. I'm going to be dead. 800-636-1067. Like I think about this like, all right, do you want to go before your dog? You and your dog have an inappropriate relationship in the way that you love her way too much. Hmm? Have you thought about the fact that you're going to outlive your dog, or do you want to go before your dog? I want to go before my dog. Without a doubt, I do not want to live through my dog dying. And that, and yet, that's going to happen. Yeah. Everything, and again, I don't mean to be a bummer on a Saturday night, but I'm sitting here in the hideout thinking about Tim Russert and just how it all comes to an end. That's it. I actually have those like little... Many nightmares of me just carrying my dog when she's dead, wondering, well, see, what I'm do not... I do? Where do I bury her? Do I take her somewhere? What do I do? I'm in the background giggling the whole time because I really don't like her. But for you and for me, when you think about the fact, like I'm sitting there with my chick and we're watching this whole Russert retrospective and I'm thinking, hmm, who would be more broken up if, if who died first? Is my chick going to be more bummed out? Would I be bummed out? Who I... moves on quicker? Probably me. I think I could move on quicker. For her, I would never want her to date again. I'd never want her to get married again. We're going to be getting married. I'd be honest. I'd go for it. What? You already know that I don't. You're under suspicion. You realize How am I under suspicion? Because you're one of our roommates and you're under suspicion. I already suspect that you and my chick have done something before. (laughs) I'm not lying to you. Why? I've had those thoughts. There have been times, you know, all right, you want to you want to you want to go into the mind of a madman. There have been sure. times when I'm upstairs asleep and you guys are downstairs because I go to bed early. Mm. And I'm thinking, what if she's down there doing something awful to him? And we're just laughing at you. Yeah, you're the you're the joke the whole time. Yeah, and you're like, and you're like, shh, now, everybody's sleeping. I know you love it, but he's up there. He might hear you. He might hear you enjoying this. That goes through my mind. Why? I don't know. You're a psychopath. Uh, maybe. But it does go through my mind. Well, you always go with your first instinct. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it once. 
so anyway, so that's that about Russert. Hey, you know what else is like a really kind of a odd thing? Hmm. The fact that Tim Russert is dead and R. Kelly's alive. And not in any trouble. Yeah. Scott Free. Doesn't that show to you like that the world there's no such thing as fair? Fair doesn't exist when it comes to the world. Like at all. Because you got R. Kelly getting off scot free. Literally. And you got Russert dead. There was video evidence. Of what he did with uh, a 14, 13-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Maybe even younger, I don't know. I can't remember the exact details, and who cares? It's just an underage girl, and he's... And the awful acts committed. Yeah, he's showering. Mm-hmm. And somehow, he gets off, and he just says it was CGI. And people, they didn't buy it. Like, the whole reason the jurors said, well, we don't know if we can convict him, is because of the fact that uh, they said they couldn't really identify if that was really the chick. Like, there was a reasonable doubt that it wasn't that 14, 15-year-old girl. That 14 or 15-year-old girl knew it existed, so obviously he either was showing it to her or it's her. They said that he would walk around with, like, a duffel bag of homemade porn. Like, wow. whenever he traveled. I'm not judge him on that. Just make it some legal dry porn. Whenever he, whenever he was walking around, he did. He'd have a duffel bag of his own kind of porn and uh, of it just being him. So, so, yeah, like, when you think about the the people who are alive still, and it's just like, why? Why do they get to O.J. O.J. continues. Do you think with this R. Kelly thing there was any sort of race involved with this? Because there were some black people on the jury. It's odd. Even Just w- like with O.J. and uh, and R. Kelly, it it seems like when it's obvious that they're guilty, black celebrities, they and Michael Jackson, when it's obvious that they're guilty, they get off. But when it's a very reasonable doubt that it, they might not have done it, they get the death penalty. But don't you think it's that's the exact opposite of how the law system is supposed to work? But isn't that more of a money thing? Because you said Michael Jackson, R. Kelly, and O.J. All those brothers had money. Mm-hmm. Then you have the brothers who probably weren't guilty, but then get end up getting incarcerated. They probably don't have any cash. So the public defender has fifteen clients, and they can't deal with them. So don't you think instead of a black thing, that's more a money thing? No, because with white people with money, it usually works about the same as white people without money. No, that's not true. I don't think that's true at all. I'm not making a black and white comparison. I'm making a white rich to a white poor comparison. No, man, dirt stashes get put in jail way more. For- because dirt stashes are called dirt stashes for a reason. They run around stealing stuff and banging 10-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> what? 800-636-1067 if you want to get into the hideout on this Saturday night. So those were the two major stories of a Friday. Mm. What do you think's the bigger story? Russert. If you're a news director, what do you lead with? Russert or R. Kelly? What about if R. Kelly had been convicted? R. Kelly convicted would still be second, but it would be a closer second. Russert dying's huge, I guess especially so. in, the, in the news industry. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that is the way it goes. Uh, yeah, Saturday night, Hefe and Dubs, the boys, the Satchel Batch, and the, uh, the Twink McLovin not around. Uh, by the way, if anybody does have Pal Talk, they can go into the Hideout Pal Talk room where they're streaming the audio live over there. So you can uh, go in there and chat with like-minded people 
and enjoy yourself. There's also the message board, hideoutheretics.net. That is hideoutheretics.net. On the other side, some more stuff for us to get into, as well as Dubs and his uh, his incredible sadness when it comes to uh, being kicked out, being evicted from my place. Mm. Hey, you know another person that I'm a little disappointed that they're living? Who? David Stern. That was the other huge story this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Tim Donaghy coming out in his allegations of the NBA and the whole fixing thing. I want to talk about that real fast, if you don't mind, because no problem. This is so this is so near and dear to me. I know you got the Wizards in town, but I am I am a born and bred Dallas Mavericks fan. Yep. And for the longest time, I have believed there has been some sort of special treatment when it comes to the NBA. But when I saw the NBA Finals in 2006 and the way Dwayne Wade was getting off scot free like he's R. Kelly. Um, and the fouls that were called on Dwayne Wade, I knew there was some sort of a fix in. There just seemed to be some sort of a fix in. So when this Donaghy thing originally broke, uh, immediately I'm like, yeah, seems right. And that David Stern the whole time is like, well, this is just one rogue agent. This is one rogue agent. And it obviously isn't. Huge stuff coming out this week. Lester Munson, who is with ESPN, he Mm. talks about why the allegations just came now. What happened here is that about six days ago, for some reason, the NBA, uh, Commissioner Stern and the whole crew there, they decided to demand from Donahue $1 million in what they call restitution. That means the NBA is claiming that Donahue's uh, misconduct cost them a million dollars in investigation expenses, and they want him, Donahue, to pay it back. And they threw this at him uh, in the final stages of his sentencing procedure. He is facing uh, as much as 33 months in jail. The sentencing is on July 14. But as soon as the NBA demanded this so-called restitution, Donahue and his lawyers came back and retaliated. They were enraged by this. They came back, they retaliated with these stories of four games and six referees uh, and manipulation uh, for multiple reasons. So the NBA, in a certain manner of looking at it, brought this upon themselves with a demand of a million dollars from a guy who hasn't got a nickel. See, this is the problem. This is that this holier-than-thou monarchy that David Stern has, mm. and the whole idea that I'm gonna I'm gonna go after the uh, the sleeping dog. I'm gonna go after the wounded animal. Yeah, the and, one that you know has stuff on you, and for some reason you're gonna try to discredit him and hurt him even more. And then Stern with his reaction to this, it's just maddening the smirk on this ass's face. My reaction to Donaghy's lawyer are that. Uh, Clearly, as the date of sentencing uh, gets closer and uh, the things that he's thrown against the wall haven't stuck, uh, he's uh, rehashing a variety of things that have been uh, given to the U.S. attorney and the FBI, fully investigated, uh, and are baseless. You know if he was talking about the Sacramento Lakers series in 2002? I don't. I'm not. I haven't looked at the letters specifically. I've had portions of it read to me and uh all i can say is that he uh uh you know he's looking for anything that will somehow 
shorten the sentence, and it's not going to happen. You know, you know what this sounds like? The Bush administration. It sounds like the Bush administration and any other discrediting that they would do instead of actually addressing, instead of actually addressing what the issue is. That's what drives me nuts about this. And the smirk on this clown's face, and I've given thousands, thousands of my dollars to the NBA for my Dallas Mavericks, and this guy's just writing it off like it's no big deal. This is bigger than steroids. This is bigger than Spygate. And I hate when the government gets involved, but I want, I want you, if you're listening right now, Waxman, I need you getting involved with this and this NBA referee scandal. This is huge. Now, and this is one thing that I don't know why Stern would even try, or the NBA, in that matter, even try to go after Donaghy, because he, they, they had to know that he would lash back, and even if this is false, even if what Donaghy say is just uh, hot air he's blowing out there, people are going to believe him, like you, F.A., to a point like me, that are going to cost the NBA more than a million dollars. Obviously, it's not worth it. It's not with here's this Munson guy again. Again, he's a legal analyst for, uh, legal analyst for ESPN. Here's him saying why well, you got to believe Don again on this. There's no question that he has admitted gambling, he has admitted crimes, he's a convicted felon, but right now, Sage, he is talking to FBI agents. He is talking to federal prosecutors. When you tell any kind of account, any kind of story to these guys, you have to tell the truth. If you don't, it's another felony, it's another crime, it's another jail sentence. So he is talking to agents who then run out and check on everything that he says. He knows that if he's caught in any kind of lie, any kind of misstatement, they will add charges to him. So that gives him every incentive to tell the truth only the truth, not to exaggerate, and he's got a lawyer there with him. They know that this can blow up in his face if he lies to these agents, and so that gives him some level of credibility, uh, some level of veracity, even given his past record. See, there you go. And, and I'm telling you, man, as a fan, as a fan, I feel cheated, and it drives me nuts. And I hate this David Stern. I've hated him for a very long time. And if he's the commissioner at this time next year, I think I'm done. I think I'm done with the NBA. I don't like wrestling. I don't like when gimmicks are run. I don't like the idea of storylines and manipulation. There's too much money involved in this. There's too much money being exchanged. And it's my hard-earned tax, my hard-earned money. And I'm willing to put some of that to the taxes. And say, figure this thing out. Get to the bottom of it. Please. 800-636-1067. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. You guys feel you have to be so negative. Hang up on the horn. Next caller. Negative. You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. Look at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. The face fits kicking. Negative. We're done with you and your show sucks. The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Such a negative Out on a Saturday night, Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The phones are up and working, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. 
1067. I got to be honest with you. I heard that Jim Rome promo is where we're going to break. That's what I always loved about Rome, and I've always believed that. More of us and less of you is a good thing. True. Well, we haven't had any of you in a long time, so. I, I don't know. And I'll be honest, they've been awesome shows. If you want to get in, that's cool. We'll see if we, we'll, we'll do like him. We'll do a countdown as to whether or not we'll get a we'll, we'll take a phone call or not. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So we'll throw it out there for you. You know, I was thinking for a moment. Right when we began the show, we were playing that audio of the seven hundred pound dude yeah. who's getting married. You know, and he, his goal is to walk. He was uh, once the world's largest man, twelve hundred pounds. Twelve hundred pounds. And I'm thinking, he found a chick. Yeah. He found a chick. Yeah. I'm struggling to get laid. Like, how psychologically damaged is that bitch to where she is making love to, like, the largest beanbag in the world? And I don't say that because he's Mexican. But he is. He's humongous. He is Jabba the Hutt, and this bitch loves him. Literally, he took up half of the flatbed that, was, that they were carrying him on uh, to get out to anywhere he needed to go. Right. I, yeah, I can't understand what a girl would see. I mean, she can't do stuff to him that a lot of guys like to have done to them. That, that's got to be the only thing they do. No, you can't, though. You, there's no way. The stomach would rest firmly on the head and break a neck. I imagine, like, if she's doing that, it's almost like when you go into your couch and you're digging for pennies and you're, like, just stuffing your, your face all the way back underneath the cushions. Yeah. Just so you could see if you can get those pennies. It smells like mothballs. Oh, Something. Uh, 800-636-1067. But, like, you know, because the boy in here, the kid McLovin, yeah. our 26-year-old virgin, and who, by the way... He, he helps me out at uh, one of the stations at which I'm the program director. He did a great job this week. Mm. He was producing this week, helping me produce uh, a show, and he did awesome. You know what? He In fact, he was booking guests for this show like nobody's business. Really? And I want to talk, talk to him about this next week. But he was making those like hard-to-make calls when you're trying to book NFL stars and NBA stars and different people from different media organizations, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, to talk to our hosts. he I can't do that because I'm afraid of rejection, so I hate it when people tell me no. Here's a guy who's afraid of rejection so much, and this kid, the Twink McLovin, he's afraid of it so much that he hasn't gotten laid because he's, Ever. Af- he's afraid of approaching chicks, yet he can sit here and make these phone calls like nobody's business. And I'm like... Don't you see where that's kind of odd? You should be able to step up and talk to a chick if you're able to call on all these organizations asking for people. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But you say he'd just be a good telemarketer. Yeah, I I think he's just got that telemarketer mentality where, and I think he did that before, like office work where he was making phone calls and doing that kind of stuff before he he tried his hand in radio. Right. So I think he might have a background in this. And uh, rejection... Probably isn't the biggest thing to him as far as something like that because it's kind of distant. It's disconnected like he is. Uh, a rejection with a chick right up close and personal is way too difficult. Right. Um, so anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny, though, that he was able to do that and that a 700-pound man's getting a chick, convincing him, convincing her to marry him. And, you know, it's no big deal. 
and here I am worried about losing weight for my wedding photos a year from now. So, uh, I don't know. Um, hey, did you hear about the tomatoes that killed the four Boy Scouts? And then apparently there are these tornadoes out there that will make you sick. It's just the, the world is coming to an end. The world is absolutely coming to the end. We're in end times. I think you've got that reversed. I think it was tomatoes getting people sick and tornadoes killing Boy Scouts. Really? Or Girl Scouts. Are you sure? I, I'm confused a little bit about it, too. Well, you're just confused about your own thing. Ah. Did you see the panic, though? Do you think we're in end times right now? When we're talking about terrorists, tornadoes, and tomatoes, and the overreaction that people are having to tomatoes, do you think that do you think we're overreacting? Yeah, I think any reaction at all. I mean, people have a, a few stomach aches. Uh, it, it's not going to really hurt you unless you're a baby or an invalid. It's not going to. Ha- and what do you do when eating tomatoes at that point? You and I, we go through the Taco Bell drive-through. Yeah, and they're like, for your protection. We're not serving tomatoes. It should say, for your protection, we're closed. Yeah, for your protection, we've decided to close our doors. But no, out of everything that you could get at a Taco Bell or at a McDonald's, it's the tomatoes that they say are going to hurt you. It's not the cholesterol. It's not the fat. It's not the salt. It's the tomatoes. We're at the point right now. You know the only thing, the biggest uproars that we've had as an American society are tomatoes and spinach? Those are the things that we fear when it comes to food. Let's go to line two. Line two, you there? Bill? Ah, the phones aren't working. You there, Phil? Hello? No. No, it's not working. They can't hear us. Although we can hear ourselves back. (laughs) Was it UFO, Phil? Yeah. Good. Then that was God. That was God saying no. We didn't talk to him in a long time. I don't want to talk to UFO Phil. Why not? UFO Phil uh, used to call into this show all the time. He believes in aliens. Hmm? Which, by the way, I think he's being proven. Saw a great documentary by the name of Cloverfield. And I think he's right. I think there actually are aliens, but instead they're living in the seas. And that's what's genuinely going on here. What are you doing for Father's Day tomorrow? You got anything Um, special planned? I'll call my dad. Other than that, no. You real close with your pops? And we talk football. That's about it. That's sad. <laughs> like I just I just take a step back. Does he know where you're at in your life right now? Do you think he says, Yeah, I got a son living in Florida and radio? Or do you think he just doesn't even acknowledge you? Um I think I I think he probably just says what you said, but that's it. Has he ever told you that he's loved you that he loves you? Yeah. Yeah, usually anytime we hang up the phone. And that's throw it, it out there. And that's it? Hmm. So you don't have anything special going on then? Nope, I'll call him. I'm trying to think, too. I mean, I'm going to have a relationship with my pops. I'm going to attempt to. Mm-hmm. Things actually started getting better for us once I told him uh, that I was getting divorced. Yeah. And then once I just said that, hey, I'm getting divorced, it was at that point that he was like, hey, now we have something in common. Now I have a bond with my son, and we can continue to move forward in this father-son relationship. Did I hear someone pop on? Bill? Hello? Oh, Jesus. Hello? Hey, Phil. UFO Phil. 
Yeah, this is UFO Phil. I want to speak to Heffy and Dubs. This is them. This is not us. But you, you sound different. I haven't talked to you in so long. You just you sound like you've evolved. Really? Dubs has now hair on his chest. Yeah. What do you mean we've evolved? You there, Phil? Oh, looks like we lost him. Good. Because <laughs> it was worthless. UFO Phil, again, a guy that used to call in all the time. And um, what do you think by the, he meant by the evolved thing? <laughs> I, are you okay? Yeah, I don't. I have no nothing to say to that. I don't know what he means by the evolved thing. Here's what's going on. Here's what's really odd. I need you to focus. I need us to have a conversation. Okay, then I'm do just going to shut this. There we go. Yeah, I can't have a conversation. Either I'm, either I'm going to look over here and have a conversation with myself. I'm trying. That's to, what's going on here. I'm trying to talk with the the people back at home base still. No, they're trying to figure stuff out as well. Well, then let's take a break and get it all straight. Do you want to do that? No, I got closed now. Well, now I don't want to talk to you, and I got to do a show with you for the next two hours. It's no wonder that I brought in the satchel patch and the kid McLovin so I can have someone decent to converse to and with. During this show, I sit here and I try to have a conversation with you, and you're staring off at the stars, talking to you, some, talking to talking some magical character, Doctor Phil, UFO Phil, you whatever. Know him. I've never heard of the guy before. I'm sitting here, I don't even hear anything. Not anymore. He's gone. He never existed. Hmm. The guy never existed. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and you want UFO Phil. Then you and UFO Phil do the, uh, the rest of the two hours. Didn't Rognus come out with us? Who? Rognus won. Who are these people? They're bad aliens. I guess. that They fit perfectly with this bad radio show that you're making me do. God, if the Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin were only here. If only I had real radio people. Look at you there. I, I, am, I just don't know what to say. How I think he's, uh, we've evolved. Oh, how about just trying to ponder it for a moment? I did. And then I said, I don't know. <laughs> You're driving me nuts. Uh, I'm a Hefe. That's J-Dubs. And right now we're in J-Dubs hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Uh, 800-636-1067. Can we admit that you and I don't work anymore? <laughs> and that now I just need the boys. I need these boys to come in and to help me. Because you and I, there's nothing left. Well, we're doing it with a uh, with a wall in between us. That means nothing. Sure does. That's need... how all the all the Orlando shows were too, because we were in different rooms. I need you to focus. I'm focused. All right, let's talk about your depression. Let's talk about something that's going to give me joy. Okay. And the fact that you're incredibly depressed right now, and I'm happy about it. Why? Now I'm actually happy about why? it. Why? Because of the last five minutes on this show. So why are you so depressed? What's your problem? Well, uh, I'm financially unstable, emotionally unstable, and uh, residentially carry, unstable. Can't carry a conversation? Why don't you I throw that one in? sure can. Why don't you throw that one in Give there? Give me a real topic. Prep something. I did. Well, then you obviously don't like what you prepped. I so, didn't prep the evolution question. Why are you, why are you emotionally unstable? I, I've always been that. All right, I'm going to take a break and come back. And I, I, want, I want you, to, I want to talk to you off the air to see if we can continue to talk on the air. Okay. 
taking a break, coming back. God, if, can the satchel patch, can someone pop in? Evan, do you want to be my radio partner? Because I need somebody to step up on this godforsaken show. I don't even want to say the name of it. It's 106.7 WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. The hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other is screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Back in the Hideout on a Saturday night, Half Band Dubs 106.7 WJFK. I'm Al Hefe, that is J Dubs, your Saturday night buddies in the Hideout. MySpace.com slash Hideout Radio is the website if you want to get in. Also, you got the phone numbers, 800-636-1067, 800-636-1067. I used the hideout during the week. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie to you. My life sucks. During the week, I'm a program director of two radio stations in Tampa Bay. I do four radio shows. The one that I really love doing the most is this, The Hideout, because it's the one where it all started. But my partner is in a really bad place right now. And it seems like just disinterested in doing radio. It's not a disinterest in doing radio at all. Is it a disinterest in living? (laughs) No. Because I will help you with that. Are you offering to kill me right now? I swear to Christ, I'd throw you out this 10th floor. At the end of this break, the last segment, I was ready to throw you out the window. I was ready to throw you out the window. Well, you were upset because you said I threw you under the bus. I don't... Listen, radio is based on you hang out. Yeah. You want to have a conversation with your friend. It's hard to have... You know, let me tell you exactly what it is. Because I really feel like the hideout is true to real life. You know, we got together. The bigger stories of the day, Mm -hmm. bigger stories of the week was Russer dying, R. Kelly dying, or R. Kelly getting off. Too bad he's not dead. You realize that I could do a better show right now with Tim Russert than I could with you? That's where things are? Well, I think uh, that would be interesting. (sighs) More interesting than this. And then the Donaghy thing. Mm-hmm. Those are the big things. So we start out, whenever you get together with your buddies, like, hey, here's what's going on, man. Did you hear about this? you hear about this? Yeah. But it's, I right now have a friend who is in such a bad place that, you know, whenever you're hanging out with your buddies and, you, you know, you got the one sad sack who just doesn't feel like talking. He's in a, you know, he, did, he he's usually funny, but he's really depressed right now, so he's not really a joy to be around, and he just kind of just wants to sit there and just stare off into oblivion. Well, you know, that's what it is sometimes in real life when you got a buddy that's depressed. Okay, unfortunately for me, my guy is also my partner when it comes to doing a radio show. So, could I sit here and talk to you 
for the next three hours? Sure, I could. I could sit here. I could talk all day. I got no problem. You and me, we could have a great old time. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm playing to my buddy who's not interested. I am completely interested. I'm completely interested in this show. Don't pretend. I'm, no, I'm not. I want you to be honest. I am being honest. I am completely interested in this show. I am completely interested in radio. I am completely I... interested in our man relationship. I am. That's gay. I am. I I will admit, I... There, I was a little distance, distant at that last, uh, end of that last segment. I don't know why. It wasn't a disinterest in the show. It wasn't a disinterest in you. It was just something that happened. Here's what's going on. Yeah. Uh, before the show, when you and I were going over to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. you couldn't even formulate sentences. You were so it, it was one it. thing. It was, it was one word that I could not find the place where everybody has that problem. I forced J-Dubs to eat mm-hmm. because he had not eaten until right at the beginning of the show, and he's like, my body needs nutrients. Yes. I'm going to get Taco Bell. Yes. And how'd it work out for you? Oh, I feel the, the power of Taco Bell coursing through my veins as we speak. Yeah. It's great. So, mm-hmm. what is your problem? What is my problem tonight? We, or? No, we're in the hideout. What is your problem? Like, what is your overall, what is your major what, malfunction? What are my worries, my overarching worries? Because I don't have a single problem or anything that's, into, like, you know, anything that you can put your finger on that'll say, hey, this is what's wrong with J-Dubs. Remember, I don't have anything like that. We had you blogging on the yardstickofdeath.com. Yeah. I had already saved your life with this yardstickofdeath.com. Gone. On one end of the yardstick, bullet on the other. And every time you had a bad day, you moved the bullet one closer, one inch closer to the gun. Mm-hmm. You stopped blogging in the last three weeks. Yeah, I got did it. Did you stop blogging because life is great? Or did you stop blogging because you were afraid that you would be dead today? No, I'm not not blogging because I'm afraid to be dead. Because I, I have everything ready to write my blogs for it. But I just don't have the time. I forget. I, I'm I'm completely just packed right now where I I don't have time for extra stuff like that. Do you not have time for this show? I have plenty of time for the show. Do you really? Yes. So why are you depressed? Tim Russert? Tim Russert has no effect on my happiness during the day. That's I real. did feel bad for him dying, but it, it in the end that went away in five minutes. Are you depressed because you own stocks and tomatoes? No, I don't own any stocks and tomatoes. And, uh, you know, I, I think I would be depressed about that if I had any stock in that because it's really nothing that anybody should be getting upset about or stopping selling tomatoes over. But yeah, because it's, you know, it's an overreaction. So what? A few, few hundred people got sick. So what? Yeah. And I, I guarantee a lot of them, it was just because they were eating at McDonald's, not that they were eating tomatoes at McDonald's. So, um, so what is it? What's your problem? What's your problem? Let's have an on-air therapy session so we can move past it and talk well, about some of the other cool stuff going on in the world. Well, right now, I don't want to hang out with a sad sack in the I'm hideout. not a sad sack. Right now, I'm in the middle of looking for a place. Lucky, you're not homeless. That's great. I, but it is added stress. It's an added duty. When I get home at night at like seven ish. Then I start going around looking 
driving around. So, and then I go to bed right around 9.30. So it doesn't leave a whole lot of time for anything other than work and looking for this other place. Right. How's that going? How's the... I think I found one. Because you and I, I decided for the betterment of this show, uh, I thought you should move out. I mm. asked you to move out. We talked about it a little bit on the show last week. Mm. I'm engaged. I'm becoming a big boy. And it's time for me to have my man friend move out from my place. After 16 incredibly long months, it's just time enough already. So I know that you had a lot of interest from the gay community. <laughs> yes, I did have um, a couple bears hit me up. Uh, well, actually, I hit them up, but I didn't know it at the time. I did sign up for a thing called roommates.com. Mm -hmm. And let me bring that email from them up because uh, I mailed, emailed them because they have a, uh, a house with an extra room. There, there was a couple with a house with an extra room right by work. Perfect, right? Well, they emailed me back. And their email says, let me bring it up real quick here, John and Mike. John and Mike are two bears who... Um, now explain what a bear is. A, a bear is a larger, furrier man who enjoys the company of another man. Right. So if I were gay, I'd be a bear. Yes, you would definitely be a bear. Right. And it doesn't have, it has nothing to do with top or bottom, the bear. You can be a bottom bear. You can be a top bear. But bear is just uh, the way you look. So, uh, here it is. We are committed a couple of six years. I am 37. The other is 47. We both work full time in a small, and we have a small puppy. We are, to summarize us, bears. We are looking for a clean, responsible working guy. The room is small, and it needs a full-size bed because a queen is too large. Let me know if you're interested. Uh, now, when he says a queen is too large, is he talking about his fellow bear? Yes, I think he's talking about the 47-year-old. Hmm. All right, I'm already getting this on the Instant Messenger. Radio mm -hmm. El Jefe is my personal Instant Messenger. Radio El Jefe. I will take Dubs' spot. I'm no sad sack. And then I said, you're hired. Who is it? The, that's part of the interview process. <laughs> Afro Radio is hired. So you're gonna live with the bears then? No, you're, you're gonna be the cub. I'm not. You're gonna I'm be not moving into the cave. <laughs> you're gonna have your man cave, and you'll be Goldilocks. I'm, no, I'm sure that's what I'd be considered around there, putting fingers in porridge and whatnot. But um, no, I'm not going with them because actually, I, I did say, you know, I'll take a look at the place. This roommate feels just right. <laughs> I I did say I'll take a look at the place, but I got an email back from because I was supposed to go check out the place on Thursday. I got an email back from them saying, hey, we've decided we're moving somewhere else. We aren't looking for a roommate anymore. Mm. So, the bears migrated. They were going into hibernation with each other. Do you think that they'd be more likely to take you on if you came up with like a little picnic basket? And you're like, hey, bears, here I am. Please take I me. I hate to see what kind of marital aids are in that basket. That basket's just full of I'm beads. I'm sure they're well beyond marital aids. <laughs> I'm sure it's just household items. Here's a hammer. And this is Cups the way we... full of what looks like condiments. Right. Um, so anyway, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. So that didn't work out so well for you. No. So um, 
There was another one I was supposed to look at yesterday. But have, I didn't. Have you found that the housing market is good? Because this is supposed to be a great time. You should probably buy a house. Actually, you should buy a house right now. It's a great time to buy a house if you have the money. Yeah. But um, it, it is actually a good time to go rent because a lot of people are kind of in tougher times. They're seeing uh, harder times ahead. So they're figuring, hey, I got this extra room. I'll rent it out cheap. Get me some extra money going into my house. Is it uncomfortable when you're going around and you're like interviewing with people to be their roommate? Like that always seems like an odd situation where you're going to be living with someone, and it's pretty much based on do you have enough money, and or are you not creepy? Yeah. And for you, you fit neither. So I don't know who would let you move in with them. And I'm just thinking to myself, why are you still living with me after what? based on that scenario? Not enough money and creepy. And the fact that you got that flea bag dog of yours. She's not a flea bag, for one. And uh, I, I think I may have found a place. I'm, I'm filling out the background check Monday. Oh, you're gonna fail. No, I'm not. They're gonna find out about the kids in Michigan. There's no kids in Michigan. Stop it. There's nothing of the sorts. That's the reason we're not doing nights now. <laughs> Dan Mason knows about it. You didn't tell Dan Mason anything, did you? Yes, and that's why I said I got this new guy, the Satchel Patch, and he's great. <laughs> All he did was hand out gay porn at a parade. <laughs> he's he's a saint compared to this Dubs character. Please. My lord. But, uh, yeah, I, I found one with a, a pretty cute chick. Nice. Which will be nice. You get to do her? She's got, a, she's got a boyfriend, so. So. Yeah, I, know. I know so, but whatever. I'm going to be respectful. What's she look like? Um, She's probably right around 5'6", five, 5'7"-ish. Five, Thin. Reddish blonde. Mm-hmm. Cute. <laughs> Cute. I don't know. I, I can't really explain. Because she doesn't look like a game by Famous, but she does manage a dive bar, which I like. Mm-hmm. That's free bad beer. Right. Which I, you can't complain about. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's the bad thing about her. There's art all over the place. And I hate art. I hate bad art. Right. Is she an artist? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, she, and she's one of those pesky refugees from New Orleans that really annoy everybody, especially people in Houston. Are you, uh, are you moving in with a black girl? No, she's white. Not all the... Not everybody in New Orleans was a... I thought you had progressed. You're just moving in with a white girl that can't make it in New Orleans. If you're a white girl and you can't make it in New Orleans, you're a loser. Um... Because they, they ran all the black folks out of there. Yeah. And they're trying to bring the white people back and she wouldn't go back. Mm-mm. So it's the Hideout Half Fan Dubs 106.7 WJFK. So, what do you think? Have you ever lived with a chick before other than that, that oh. you're not banging? <laughs> no. That's going to be odd, bro. Really? Yeah, man. They live. They leave their tampons everywhere. Uh, I live with my sister my mom. And they made the, the house smell thick like pennies once a month. Oh, my mom wouldn't even cover, cover the trash up Stop afterwards. It. it was disgusting. <laughs> Stop it. Um, all right, people. The Wild Hawk says you guys should move back to Orlando. That'll fix things. <laughs> and that he has a big backyard, and you can live in a tent out there. Have you thought about that? Have you thought about just living under an overpass and how much money you could save on rent? I have thought about. You know what? How much is one of those motorhomes? A motorhome would be great. Yeah, it would be really nice. So. Here you are. You're in a situation with a semi-hot artist chick. Yeah. Dude, she's going to bang you. 
I know she uh, she kind of fits the motif of the girl who will have sex with me as uh, you a know drunk. A, a drunk who refugee um, <laughs> refugee who is originally from Upper Michigan and <laughs> uh, and was a uh, uh, bartender at a strip club. Wow! Yeah, I mean, she's kind of the the Voltron of every girl I've ever had sex with. She really is. <laughs> Have you met the boyfriend? No. You won't? No. He's going to be real uncomfortable when he sees you. Mm. He's going to be real uncomfortable. Me just wearing my towel around? You should. You should like I'm Val Venus? You should walk around. You should walk around. If you move in with this chick, you should walk around like nude and be like, oh, but I told you. That I'm a nudist? Yeah. I'll do a tuck just so I'm silly. Tape it back. I'll uh, just turn around and walk around and say fruit basket. So, what's next then? Right, can I tell you something? Sure. I'm going to let you in on a little secret right now, okay? Mm-hmm. This is something that really wasn't meant for your ears, but I'll tell you. Walking my dog today on my check, mm-hmm. and we were just fantasizing about when you finally move out and what we're going to do with your room and how great life is going to be once you're gone. Like, like really... We like, were having a fine conversation before. Why do you have to try to push me back down? Like, you know, he can take this, and we'll give him this, and then he'll get this. I'm not I'm not a dumpster. I'm not going to take all really? of your trash. You're not? You're not a dumpster? Because right now you resemble like you just crawled out of one. Dubs, has a, Dubs bays... Those are two different things. Dubs bays in this heat right now that we're having every other day. Yes! It's an every other day bathing. Every day is overkill. And this this poor girl has no idea what she's getting into, but I'm not telling her. Stinky shorts. She's not calling me for a reference, although I'll give you a glowing one. Nice. Thank you. I do appreciate that. I appreciate your honesty. So, so that's good, though. Yeah. When do you think you're finally moving out? Um, Probably first of the month-ish. Not next month, but maybe a couple months after. No, 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 no. It's all, it's all hinging on Monday and Tuesday. What's Monday and Tuesday? When I'm filling out the applications and stuff. Oh, boy. Do we need to lie on this? No. Do we need to lie? What's the best way now? Let me ask you, what's the best way when you're looking for a roommate? Because you signed up for what, roommates.com? Mm-hmm. Is it still Craigslist? Craigslist, yeah, I look on there. Just random phone calls? Is there anyone you wouldn't live with? Like, when you got a roommate. I just, I couldn't imagine. Because even when I went to college, I knew my college roommate. Because I had lived with him in high school, and we just decided we were going to room together in college. I've never lived with someone that I don't know. And I think that would be a really odd process. Well, I, I'm of sure. just living with someone that you, you have no idea what their background is. You know what I mean? Like, they could be, you'd... Do you have a lock on your door? What if she's crazy? What if the boyfriend's crazy? If she's crazy, it's even better for me. I do not care if she's crazy. And uh, she neglected to ask if I was a psychopath until I was actually in her apartment. She's like, are you crazy at all? Because I probably should have asked that before, you know. And that's just the question? Yeah. Are you a are you a lunatic? Are you uh, are we gonna get along or are you gonna are you will will you one day wear me as a suit? Are you gonna play with my blood? And what'd you say? Did you run a bit on her or no? <laughs> no. Of course not. You haven't run a bit in years. What? <sighs> Have fan dubs in the hideout. One oh six point seven WJFK. 
You feel better now? I did. You? I feel better. I'm not lying to you. During the commercial break, I'm yelling at Dubs. I'm like, dude, I need you here with me. I need you to focus. He gives me all these BS excuses. I did not. They're not BS excuses. And I told you I was distant at that last. And I don't know exactly why. I can't put my finger on it. Do you blame me at all or hate me and my chick at all that we're making you move out? No. Not for that. Would you hate us if we asked you to be out at the end of the week? Yes. I would definitely hate you for that. Can that chick just have you move in now and then no, worry about the application? No, because there's someone in my room. Really? Yeah. That's unfair. Why is she giving it out then? That seems really uncool. Actually, I'm moving into her room. I'm going to smell that one spot in the carpet. Well, I'm, I'm hoping it all works out for you, and I really do sure. mean that. And I think it'll be better for us, for you and me. You know, does she have a... Oh, my- how could it get any better? <laughs> do you think that she had, does she have a MySpace page at all? Um, I haven't found one. Really? Yeah. No. I, I've done my search and I've done my... Does she know you I've do the... My, no, she, no. She, and you, you think this is creepy, but I don't. I really don't. What, what when happened? I'm thinking I'm going to try to move in with someone, I do my research. I do a few searches on their name, their first, last name, find some background about them, go into MySpace, search within five miles of wherever they live their name and then I, I i read their myspace page find out if there's anything freaky about them i don't think that's odd that's real this, odd. this is someone that you could possibly be living with so have you seen her page yet yes is it private or is it public um public it is public yeah can you show it to me i don't no. want to give it out why can why not why can't i i swear to you i won't give it out because trust me that would be in my bad interest it will be in my worst interest to show that because I want this girl to take you in. I want you to pass this. Does she know that you do the radio shows? Uh, she knows the business I'm in. She doesn't know the shows. Do you think if she heard the hideout? She this, would, this show? Yeah. Right now? Yes. Oh, I'd be out. In which you said you've 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 like you found been... you found her email address and like you Googled her and you MySpaced her and like everything. Listen. Is for my own protection. I don't know if, you know, she's an axe murderer. I may find that out on her public MySpace page. Yeah, I'm sure. Does it say that she's single or does it say that she's in a relationship? It says single. Ooh, it does. So that, that means you may actually have a shot. Can you send me a link on my IM? No. I will bring you in here, though, to check it out. All right, see, here, here's where I'm torn as a radio show host. And the problem also is um, there's not an actual good picture of her up there. Not at all? No. There's, I just want to see, like, what it looks like. Because you can judge so much people by their MySpace pages. You know what I mean? Like, you go to their page, you're, you're going to pretty much you're gonna pretty much know who they are, or at least who they want to be. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. people put out the persona that they want to be, on their social networking websites like MySpace or Facebook or whatever. But is it up? Yeah. All right, I'm going to come in there and look at it real fast. And then I'm going to judge who you're loafing with. All right. Pepe's coming in because he's in the other room. He has to come all in here. And uh, I've got the possible new MySpace up. That, that's the only real picture she got. That's not bad, though. She looks a little old, but she looks safe. Yeah, okay. Oh, she seems pretty cool. 
She's got a dog? How many dogs does she have? One. You yelling? I'm right here next to you. That sounds fine. Sounds fine. She only has 124 friends. That's not a good thing. She doesn't have a lot of MySpace relationships. Let's see who her heroes are. Ooh, I don't know if I like Al Franken, Caroline Kennedy. Dude, you're moving in with a commie. I've lived with one for two years almost. Does she have a lot of hot friends? Yeah. I like her uh, name on her thing. I won't give it out, though, because I don't want people to see it. That's, she just seems pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, she does have a lot of art. Oh, she's one of those people that put up their art and yeah, photography. There's no real picture of oh, That's scary. Yeah. You know what that means, though. Well, you've seen her, though. Yeah. Dude, she's going to rape you. I hope so. <laughs> no, but I... I hope she... Those like little special toys, Tommy. I know, but like, like seriously, like her and her friends are gonna drug you, and you're gonna be violated. I can just, I can just tell. I don't know why. Oh man, oh she's got pictures, latex cast of a face. Oh dude, this is the female Dexter. <laughs> Now, I also found this uh, article today. It's a U.K. article, London, um, but it is a MySpace slash Facebook article on um, on etiquette almost when you are online on these social networking sites when uh, someone gives you a poke or what is, what is that a wink. Mean? What's a poke? A poke, I believe that's something that's on Facebook where they'll just poke right. it. The Internet's officially jumped the shark. Yeah. I don't do Facebook. Is that is that is it? I've, I I have a Facebook account, but I don't use it. Is it, it better than MySpace? No, it's annoying. Is it the same? It, no, it's it's worse. There's nothing there's nothing about it. But like that, that's like what the the kids are into, right? I guess is it's like My, the college kids is are into. MySpace the for like the old people? Cause no, it's for the real young kids now. Now my, I think MySpace is for like the young young kids and the old people. And college is the Facebook. Really? Yeah. And there's another one on here that I never heard of that I have to uh, create an account for. Remember we were on Trig? I think we have a Trig.com. We do have a Trig account. And, I haven't uh, logged on that thing forever. There's Bebo, too. I've never heard of Bebo. Don't you think that ruins it? You know what I mean? Like, don't you wish there was just one? Like, there was genuinely a monopoly, so all your friends were on this one? Yeah. Because does, fa does Facebook any cooler... Or any no, better I, than MySpace? So shouldn't we all just be under the umbrella of MySpace? Or if Facebook was the first, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hate these little rip-off ones, and then there, there's this little inner struggle. Hey, man, I don't like the, the general part of MySpace. Is this is this the same as, like, um, like PC versus Mac? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of the same thing. Or, you know, Xbox versus PlayStation. Right. They have the same games for them both. It's the exact Just create same. something that everybody can use. Yeah, it's the same gimmick. By the way, this Tom from MySpace is a ripoff artist. You know that I don't. E I don't even know if it's up. I'm sure someone might be able to find it. But I had a page on Mi Gente. Do you know what Mi Gente is? No. It was like the MySpace for Mexicans. Really? But I had it. I think I had it when I was in Michigan. When we were in Michigan, I had one. And there's also one, Black Planet. Like, that was its sister I remember sister Black Planet. 
And then I guess, and I didn't really think about those, like, when MySpace kind of came afterwards. But look at us Latinos. Like, we we trailblazed this with Mi Gente. And now, now look at you. Just being left in the dust because you guys just kept it for yourselves. You know what? Instead of making it a big wide umbrella for everybody. Dude, every one of the Mi Gentes was like purple. It, what? It, I, it, like all the pages were purple. Oh, I think it, it meant the people. No. Like, and it was like graffitied. It really was. Uh, it, couldn't 80s? Have, it couldn't have been any more stereotypical. Like, you know, all the annoying, like glittery, glittery, yeah. f- um, um, like flashy stuff. Yeah. That's all that Mi Gente was. I mean, it, like just gaudy. When Selena died, I don't know if it, this is, wasn't a big deal when you were in Michigan, but no. when I was in Texas and Selena died, like all the Mexicans on our purple cars were writing all this stuff, like on the windows. That's all me hint they was. What, what did you write in yours? I don't even remember what I had on mine. You actually wrote something for Selena, though. No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 not at all. I went on my my me hint page oh, okay. or whatever it was called. And it was frustrating because I'm going through there, like, looking at, and it, part of it's in Spanish, and I couldn't figure it out. No. So what are these rules for being on MySpace or Facebook et- etiquette? The golden rules etiquette. You don't have to make friends with people you don't know. Think before you poke. And I guess so poking is the Facebook poking, thing. Yeah, poking is kind of just, you know, giving them a little wink. So, so why would Facebook make, like, why would they call it a poke? Like, um, it's so you annoying. Are- yeah, because you aren't, uh, you know, actually talking with them. You're just say, you're poking them on the shoulder, saying, "Hey, do you want to talk?" Ah, oh, what an annoying douchebag! <laughs> All right. Wait 24 hours before accepting or removing anyone as a friend. Give it a little cooling off period. Right. Number three: birthdays, engagements, and weddings are not virtual events. Always send cards or phone friends when they are an important event. And send gifts. Yes. Hey, what do you think about this for my wedding? Because I'm getting married next October. Next October? Why are, you, why are you jumping in on my birthday month? Yeah, well, I need something to mark the month. Um, should I do that? Should I put it, like, on Pal Talk or something? Should I stream the wedding? Yeah. And then we could have people, like, show up. But if you show up, you got to go through a PayPal account. you got to make sure that you give. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be registered, or if nothing else, you can put in some money. All right, what else you got? All right, number four. Think before posting a friend's photo if it's if it something that you would like posted of you. So if you're going to post a photo of a friend, making them look silly, how would you feel about it? You know what? I um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get that. I got this photo of you in, mm-hmm. your, in your last nervous breakdown when you were really really depressed. Yeah. After uh, after we didn't get New York. Because yeah. they flipped the K Rock. I'm gonna get that photo of you and put it up on my MySpace. Don't. I haven't even seen that photo yet. It's just one of the most depressing and saddest things you've ever seen. And I'm sitting here thinking about it, and I'm getting so much joy out of it. Uh, what's the fifth, right, the the fifth, fifth one, the rule fifth, of etiquette? The fifth and final, think carefully about the picture on your profile. Would you want it to be appearing in your local paper? That's true. You never really think about that. No. Because that is the photo they always pull up as the one on your MySpace. If you ever commit a crime, mm-hmm. it's immediately the one of you on your MySpace. Uh, half a and dubs on a Saturday night in the hideout, 800-636-1067. So is that the only thing depressing you? Um, I'm not even really depressed right now. I'm just overwhelmed. Really. I'm really overwhelmed right now. And the only thing that really depressing me is my lack of money in comparison to how overwhelmed I am. Gotcha. It feels like I'm doing a lot of work for not a lot of monetary gain. Oh, that's life, though, man. I know. 
but, you know, every once in a while it gets to you. That's really just the way life is. You never... I always thought, like, whenever you make more money, you spend more, and then you end up being more miserable. Without doubt, but I would like to spend enough. Like, right now, if I was spending more, I would have a little bit more, at least, if that makes any sense. If you were spending more, you'd have a little more? I would be able to, you know, afford a little bit more of a living situation. Like, I wouldn't be going on looking for a roommate. So you think you definitely have to have a roommate? Right now, yeah. Really? Yeah. Is this does this chick that you're moving in with? She have a lot of hot friends. Yeah. See, that's not that, that's the one good thing about all this. I'm going to meet people which I haven't done in Tampa Bay yet. Right, where we're living right now, doing this hideout from. Yeah. You know what my dream kind of is, is that you just find a whole new set of friends and a whole new life, and then just finally separate yourself from me. Like that's kind of like when I sit back and I think, okay, I could daydream about going to heaven or the Mavericks winning the championship, what really goes through my mind is, man, maybe Dubs will finally move on. And it sometimes brings a tear to my eye. Because I'm thinking finally enough is enough. So I'm back to me not talking again. <laughs> Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Great. What's that? I'll tell you a second. Back in the hideout, half fan dubs, 106.7 WJFK. It's your Saturday night, boys, with you. The Satchel Patch and the Kid McLovin. They're gone today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just me and dubs. Our, uh, our little get-together is just us and possibly you if you want to get in. 800-636-1067. I've got a few updates on the MySpace Facebook. I don't know struggle between uh, who is the biggest one. Can and you have two? Can you have both? Um, well, it looks like there are both right now. Uh, in the past year, they went, uh, Facebook was about 60,000 hits a month below uh, the uh, the uh, MySpace. The, my, the, the MySpace. MySpace? Jesus. Like an old man. Uh, but now they are neck and neck. As of this past April, perfectly even on unique hits worldwide. Now, in the U.S., MySpace still is killing it. Right. It dominates. But, yeah, but uh, Facebook... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, MySpace is still killing it worldwide. Where'd you find all this? Someone sent me a link? Yeah, someone sent me a link to that. And also people, which I'm not really into, I'm not going to sign up for my desk page. Please. I, no, that's not me. I don't want to kill myself. Yeah. And also, people have sent me links to uh, a different kind of networking site. It's called, I believe, shoddy.com. And it is a way for you to just get married online with what? people. Like, is it real or not? Yeah. Yeah, it's an actual uh, 
AADI.com, world's largest matrimonium, matrimonial service. So, worldwide, you just pick out what, if you're looking for a groom or a bride, the age, what community, <laughs> and what country. Really? Yep. Let me look in uh, this area, see if there is anybody where we're living. So there's ooh. also there's also that one. I mean, I, you hear advertised on satellite radio all the time, but the uh, AshleyMadison.com, yeah, where that's just married people looking to cheat, yeah. Which I would think it's just all dudes on there. Actually, this is odd. You you aren't looking in areas. You're looking at areas of religion. Well, what so, does it have for you? Because you're Jewish now, right? <laughs> yes, I'm Jewish. Look for my religion, Scientology. Scientology is not on here. What? I'm being discriminated against. But there's like there's like 30 different kinds of Hindu ones, five different kinds of Muslims, five different kinds of Christians, and what's S-I-K-H? Do you know what that is? That's uh, uh, Sheik. No, I don't know Sheik. It's like Shia. That's what a Jag was. Ah. Yeah, Sikh. Okay. I think it's Sikh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, half fan dubs in the hideout on a Saturday night, 106.7. WJFK. No, it was a Sikh, man. Mm. Um, the Wild Hawk sent me a great video that was on collegehumor.com. Yeah. It's really, really funny. It's, it's a good video, and we can't play it on the air, otherwise, it'd have to get beeped. But, because I was watching it during the break, what if all the stuff that ever got hyped actually came true? And so it's like a couple of college dudes and one guy's coming over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, man. He's on his Segway and he's like, yeah, there's so many PT cruisers out there. I just had to find a place to, I couldn't find a place to park my Segway. <laughs> and let's sit down and let's watch Joey. <laughs> and it's in its 13th season, but I hate that they schedule it up against Studio 60. And, and he goes, I'm really thirsty. Can you give me a Zima? And he goes to the refrigerator and they're only like new Coke. And stuff, but New it's, Coke and uh, Crystal Pepsi. And they're watching the XFL, and they break <laughs> in for like a special, you know, announcement where Howard Dean, President Howard Dean, succumbed to the bird flu. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like all the stuff that's ever been overly hyped. And uh, if it actually lived up to the hype, that's I, what our world would be. And I told him the only thing that they're missing is them listening to the hideout. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that would be incredibly appropriate for it. Listening to the hideout and coughing from SARS. Uh, 800-636-1067. But he, he brings up a great point, the Wild Hawk does, and he said, mm -hmm. if they do it again in five years, what do you think would be on the overly hyped thing? Like the college humor... In five years, the same video, if they were to update it. Or if you want to say, like, in three years. Oh, and I know what it was. The final thing, which ties into what you and I were talking about, is they have friends come over, and they're like, yeah, we all met on Friendster. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Friendster hype. Which was, was it MySpace before MySpace? Isn't that where he pretty much got the idea from? Yeah, Friendster was, I, I think the stir part really hurt it because Napster fizzled out. Mm -hmm. And it, that was just a rip-off name, you know, kind of Friendster, Napster, all that kind of stuff. So I, I think that kind of fell by the wayside as well. And MySpace came along and really just kicked it off. Right. Uh Friendster. But the Wild Hawk goes, and this is an interesting question, 800-636-1067. What would be on that like two, three years from now? Like what are those overly hyped things? He brought up a good one, HD radio, 
We're sitting here listening <laughs> to our HD radio. You know, and I don't know. I don't know if WJF if we're on that movement or not. And if I, every, we are, every station's on that movement, right? But you want to talk about overly hyped and not paying off? Uh, there you go. You got HD radio. HD radio. Uh, also, uh, do you think HD DVDs or Blu-ray is going to be one of those things? Yeah. One of, them, one of them already won, right? Blu-ray won. I think Blu-ray did win in yeah, HD so. DVDs. Anything HD is falling by the wayside. Which is odd. Right. I thought HD because that kind of has the um, apparent name to it. Mm-hmm. HD, everybody knows knows what that means already. Right. But Blu-ray, for some reason, popped out. And same thing. Killer Tomatoes. You yeah. know, about just us freaking out over vegetables and how vegetables could kill us. That and spinach. Spinach was big. Right. And, like, the other things that have just been overly high. You think Barack Obama will be on there? Yes. President Barack. I don't know, He's going to fall apart. I think he'll come through. No, he's going to fall apart. Without a doubt, he'll fall apart. Everybody thought Kerry was going to come through, too. Everybody thought Gore was going to come through. Mm-hmm. You don't think, like, a Scion. That's not the same thing as a PT Cruiser, though, right? No, the PT Cruiser was really hyped. I don't think the Scion was overhyped. The right. PT Cruiser. That was everywhere. Everybody's like, ooh, the PT Cruiser. I, I fell in love with it when it first came out. It looked like a really cool car, and I got the next version of it in the Scion. Mm-hmm. But I thought the PT Cruiser was great. As far as overly hyped, though, I don't know. 800-636-1067, or if you'd rather, the Instant Messenger Hideout Radio. There's going to be one of them, either um, flex fuel or electric cars or something like that. <laughs> ethanol. Ethanol. Yeah, That's ethanol. Ethanol is one of those big things. Climate. Change, you know what I mean? Global warming. I'm sweating from all this global warming. Oh, you tell that to the people this week. They believe in it. Yeah. Um, It really is one of those situations where they're believing it. Nothing about computers, though. The Internet's cool as far as, like you know, everything online, I guess. You know, that's pretty much all lived up to the hype. Mm. Is there any product, the iPhone? Has the iPhone lived up? No, I, I, I hear a lot. Vista. Vista would be something that isn't living up the hype that they might update, and then that will be an overhyped item. Uh, the iPhone hasn't lived up, but they're re-releasing that in a different way, in a better way. Because anytime any of these people buy these first-gen type things, like the iPhone, like the Xbox 360, they always have problems, and they end up being pissed off. But it happens every single time. Hmm. Um... So and I just it was just kind of funny. It was very it was very very funny. Okay, I guess JFK does have HD, and in that case, it is fantastic. You need to rush right out and get yourself an HD radio. Every uh, station has HD now. I know, I know they do. Um, but nonetheless, hey, the other thing they're telling me about yeah. is apparently, do you know? Because we drink those Monster Energy drinks. Oh, mm-hmm. Ron Paul. Ron Paul's another one of those. That's yeah, he'll be, he'll be the uh, overly hyped. Apparently, Monster Energy Drink yeah. now has a triple big monster. I've seen them. They the, only, where we're at, they only have the green and the triple big, though. What is the, how big is the triple big? Um, you know, the big ones, like the 32 ounces that there are out right now? Right. I think they're 64. <laughs> Stop it. I think they're something like that. Are you, You're not supposed to drink that much. Anyway, right? Oh, they, they they say it's one more than one serving size, but you know if you're buying that can, it's one serving size for you, or even a half. 
Hey, speaking about things that went away, so I've started watching The Dog Whisperer because mm. I have a puppy. And this Cesar Malone on National Geographic Channel. And I'm trying to learn how to be a better dog owner. Yeah. So you're terrible right now. I really am bad. And I'm, try- I'm trying to get better at it. I'm very frustrated. I don't have a lot of patience. I saw you kick it the other day right in the stomach. I didn't kick it, but I did hit him really hard today. And I felt really bad about it. So, nonetheless, I'm watching this. And this thought, like, struck me. I think there's been a genocide under our nose, and we've said nothing about it. Mm. It's gone completely unnoticed. And I'm talking about Doverman Pinchers. I have not seen a Doverman Pincher in at least 10 years. I remember growing up, and there were Doverman Pinchers everywhere. I have not seen a Doverman Pincher in the last 10 years, and I'm telling you, Somebody has wiped these things off the face of the earth. Evan back at uh, the studio said he had one growing up and it was the best dog ever. Right. And I remember them growing up. But I have seen no one. And I've, and I've, first of all, I just remembered them because I was afraid of them growing up. And Doberman Pinchers are what, like, pit bulls were today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking somebody rounded these things up and they killed them all. He said he, his died from old age. Right. Which I don't really buy. But do you, am I wrong in this? Like, when was the last time? I haven't time? seen one in forever. And and that doesn't make sense to me. Well, I go to dog parks all the time with my dog. And I, I see basically every variety of dog out there. And, and I haven't seen a Doberman Pinscher. And it's not like it's overly important. I understand that. But I, I'm i sitting there. I'm watching the Dog Whisperer. I've seen all these episodes of it now. I haven't seen a single Doberman Pinscher on there. I remember them growing up as a kid. And now I'm thinking, where have they all gone? And did some? Did Michael Vick kill them all? What happened? Because remember, remember they were the anytime they were, you, anytime you heard something bad happening, or and you think about even old eighties movies. Remember in old eighties movies when the yeah, guy Doberman would be the uh, when the guy breaks into the junkyard and there you had the Doberman the, Pinchers running out. Chasing, yeah. Now it's pit bulls. Yep. And is it <laughs> again? We're in the hideout, so we could talk crazy like this. Is there some mass conspiracy about how Doverman Pinchers have been bred out? I, I'm sure, just like uh, I, Rottweilers seem like they're going that way, too, because for a while, Rottweilers were everywhere, and now you're slowly seeing them less and less. By the way, I'd like to take this moment to uh, say Happy Catter Day to you. Um, it's a, it is a Catter Day here in the hideout. What is Catter Day? 106.7 WJFK. You don't know what Catter Day is? I have no clue what Catter Day is. Catter Day is... It, it's Catter Day. I don't know. I, there's no real... It's other than the way that it's... Catter Day spelled a C or a K? No, it's a C. Like cat. Like meow? Yeah, like a meow cat. Okay. But it's... Yeah, it's a Catter Day. What do you do on Catter Day? On Catter Day, you go online and you Google LOL cats or Catter Day and you look at cute little pictures of cats and them saying funny things. No one does that. Like IRs hate you. <laughs> No one does that. No, it's really like that's that's what you do on a catter day. If I Google catter day and anything pops up at all except for a little blue thing that says, did you mean Saturday, I'm going to be upset. No, there's a real thing. It's called. So allow me to go to Google. And this hinges on me keeping an Internet connection, period. Right. Because if catter day is real. The Internet's over. I've come to the edge of the Internet, and I want to jump off. It's really a lot of fun. Catter Day's fun. It's a time in which you celebrate cute pictures 
of cats with funny sayings. I've never heard of cat or dad. Ne- do you not all? go on Fark anymore? Let's go to the Urban Dictionary version of cat or day. Okay, go ahead. Go look it up. But it's real. Something popped up, correct? Oh, I spelled it wrong. That's fine. How do you misspell cat or day? Spelled with an E instead of a U. All right, people are behind me in my thoughts of there's a grand conspiracy of a Doberman genocide. Because people are saying, I really haven't seen a Doberman since the early 90s. By the way, they say another thing that would be added to the list of the overhyped things, if we were to do it again in the next two or three years, Mm -hmm. the PS3. You think? I've had no interest in getting a PS3. It really does seem like Xbox won that. Yeah, The the 360 won over the PS3. But I was at... uh the video game store earlier this week. Of I believe course, it was your grown man. It was Tuesday or Wednesday, and there were other grown men lounged outside of the um, the GameStop waiting for the new PS3 to be released. All right, I'm getting another great point on the Instant Messenger. People are on fire on the Instant Messenger right now. Mm-hmm. And by people, I just mean the Wild Hawk. He says, hey, have you thought about this when we're thinking about dogs? And celebrating on this Catter Day, our first Catter Day without Tim Russert. Mm. How come dog poo doesn't turn white in the sun anymore? That was a thing with, um, who was that? Uh, Sarah Silverman brought that up in a song. And, uh, yeah, I, I, when I heard that, I did, I did wonder, you know what, I haven't seen a whole lot of white poo anymore. Those are the things, like, as kids? Yeah. They marked your childhood, running past the, the the fence that had the Doberman behind it with all the white poo in the yard. And also, I guess we're saying it wrong, Doberman, I guess it is. What's the, the difference? Pe- I don't know. I, I, I guess Evan actually had one as a kid, so he gets easily offended by it. What am I saying? You're am saying I- B, like Dover? It's Dober. Do- oh, okay, so somebody else spelled it out too, Doberman. Yeah. Well... Apparently, wow. I care more than you because I'm the one that's noticed that they've been wiped off the face of the earth. Mm. And no one else has noticed this either. And people are saying, Dubs, how dare you not know what Catterday is? Why would I? I'm a grown man. It's almost a holiday. You thought you celebrate the Sabbath? No. You celebrate Catterday. And I do. Every single Catterday of the week when we do the hideout, before we go on... What do you look, do? I look at pictures of kittens with funny sayings. I'm looking at some of these sayings right now. Read them off. It, it disgusts me. Read them on. Let me. I need you to read a couple of them off. Be- uh, and now this one has a wet cat. Do not want, it says. <laughs> I don't even know. That's great. And uh, then it has a cat with uh, water flying at it. And its tongue out. This shower has a flavor. <laughs> Does he have his tongue sticking out? He has his tongue sticking out. That's funny. That's good stuff. Um, then there's a cat with plastic guns. It says, says hello to my little friends. <laughs> and it's always misspelled, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, it's too funny. It's great. Weak. There's another little cat with its mouth open going, looking crazy, going away on its uh, little sparkle mouse. And it says, surrender, fuzzy one. <laughs> <laughs> so now that you... Now that you're here and you're celebrating Catter Day, doesn't it kind of make you feel a little bit better about life? No. It makes me feel worse that people have enough time to put this stuff together, but I don't. Oh, man, I got a great Catter Day photo. This is just like some kitten that's stuffed into a bra. What does it say? Mmm, milk. I love the milks. 
It's not funny. It is funny. It's Catterday. Because it's funny because it's Catterday. That's why. All right. I got to take a break. I'm getting distracted by all these Catterday photos. I need to go look at them and laugh a little bit more. All right. So we. I think your hand goes down into bad places when you're looking at them. So have we agreed then that there is a conspiracy? There's a Doberman picture conspiracy? Doberman? I would have to say, I always think your conspiracy is a little nuts, but I have to agree that I haven't seen one in a very long time. I just want you to take notice. Yeah. Just now be on the lookout for a Doberman pincher. Yeah. And the way you used to always see them before, and were they specifically bred out? And if they were bred out, then why do we still have pit bulls? And will pit bulls be gone in the future? And I don't know why this matters to me so much. i got to be honest with you. But... As a dog owner now, you take notice of these things, and I'm wondering, like, is was is there something that I don't know about where they said, listen, we can no longer have Doberman pinchers? I'm sure there's some towns or some communities say, hey, you can't have this, 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 and do- this dog, but it hasn't stopped the pit bull from living or the, uh, the uh, Rottweiler. Hey, let me ask you this. Yeah. Another overhyped thing. Mm-hmm. If this collegehumor.com situation yeah where they did the overhyped things and they're like hey I'll, let me get you a surge you know and it just fell by the wayside and didn't li- things that didn't live up to the hype essentially 800-636-1067 does mma go in there it could in the next three- slam ball should slam ball is one of those that you'll be watching along with the xfl uh-huh. but would mma go into that same category i think so because it's been hyped too fast too quick. Uh, always is dangerous. It has to make it now or it is going to be one of those things that's laughed at in the future. Take a break. Come back. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout on a Saturday night on 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Keeping America baiting for 300 years. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Hefe and J-Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. No. Hide out. Coming down the home stretch on a Saturday night. Only in the hideout for a few more minutes. That's Hefe. That's Doves. I'm Hefe. Yeah. 106.7 WJFK. Give us a call. 800-636-1067. Now, here's the issue. We had a guy who was uh, training and breeding Dobermans on the line, but he mysteriously dropped off. Government killed him. Mm-hmm. I just said before the break, it seems like the conspiracy, there's no Dobermans around it. Dobermans, yeah. whatever, around anymore. A uh, guy on the instant messenger asked me what that Mexican social Mexi space was. Mm-hmm. That's what I should have. I should have my own. Call it Mexispace.com. But it was Mi Gente. Yeah. That was before, uh, even like Friendster, I believe. Yeah, this is way back in like 2001. Yeah. He said he's wanted to see, he's going to go look and see if his ex is on there. Is it still up? I don't know, probably. Hey, would you go and look at your exes? 
social um, networking site page. I think I forced her to turn hers down, uh, turn hers <laughs> off, because um, I was a little bit... cyber stalker. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Cyberbullying the, uh, <laughs> the, the new boyfriend. They're still together, right? No. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, she deleted hers a few times because I'd find it. And then. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, mean, I just, just want to keep up. Wanna, yeah, I'm sure. just want to keep in touch. Mm hmm. I, I would, uh, I would make fake ones and add to them and then mess with both of them and then send the results to the other. Really? Yeah. How'd that work out for you? Not good. Yeah, I didn't think so. No. What are you doing this weekend? You got anything else going on this weekend? Um, this weekend, no. Uh, tomorrow I'm going to be basically hanging out at home and then calling my dad once. Oh, yeah, it's Father's Day. Father's Day tomorrow. Jeez. I don't know what to do. It's always so You tell your dad you love him? I know I asked yeah. you that earlier, but you weren't paying attention. I was too, and yes, I do. I still can't do that. It's still awkward to tell my All dad. All you do is say, love you, dad. And no. then he says, love you back. And then it's over. It's not a long, drawn-out, hey, dad, I really do love you. It's but, nothing like that. But do you think you ever should sit down and say that once, or is that gay? No, it's gay. What if, if you're look at him in his casket, yeah, it's more gay. When, when he's in his casket, then you go, I really love you, dad. I mean, you just walk away. But you wait till he's dead? No, you... you that's the only time you really do it, like, you know, face-to-face. -face. But you should never do it before he dies? No. Because I've... Do you, do you kiss your dad at all? No, I never kiss my pops. Not even on the cheek? Never. My dad will go for the kiss every once in a while on the cheek, and it is the ugliest, gayest thing ever of just feeling... Because he, he has a beard, you know? Right. So his beard rubs against my neck. And it, it, a feeling you're all too familiar with. No, uh, it, it it just gives me like this douchey chill. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> but is it because it's rubbing up against, or like what is it? I'm gonna come in there real quick and just no, show you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I know it's I'm not, not gonna, gonna happen. Kiss you. I'm not gonna kiss you. I don't. But no, I don't want you to. By the way, Dubs tried to shave today and he missed a huge spot. And he just looks like a retard. I'm really not interested, Dubs. Get away from me, man. I don't want you to get away. Just relax. I'm cool. I'm serious. No. Ah, get away. Right, that's enough. I got it. I'm serious. I got it. I got it. Here, let me try this. Get away. If it's your dad, I can see where that would be really inappropriate. Hey, did I ever tell you about the time that I, I tongue-kissed my mom? No. You, you, you never, didn't, did you? You've never done that, right? No, I've never tongue-kissed my mom. Me either. <laughs> what? Don't did you really? Maybe I should have saved that for the game we were going to play next week when the boys get back. <laughs> All right, hideout or hogwash? Did a hideout member tongue-kiss his mom? Is that hideout or hogwash? More specifically, did Hefe? Everybody's saying Hefe. All right, yeah. You tongue kissed your mom? No, I tried to. What do you mean you tried to? What do you mean you tried to? I, I that even that's even worse to me than actually doing it. Getting turned down with a tongue kiss by your mom is worse than actually doing it. Have I never talked about this on the no. air? No. Nor should you start. 
right, then I won't. No, you got to now. Uh, you said it's inappropriate for the show, so no, I'm not it's completely appropriate for this show. It's inappropriate for the radio, though. So it's appropriate for the radio? It's appropriate for this show. Oh, okay. I don't remember how old I was. I think I was like 19. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like eight. I was like eight. Okay. And... <laughs> and... Hey, look at you. And my mom... Mm -hmm. Like, have you ever kissed your mom on the mouth? No. I've seen a friend do that before, and I, I couldn't be friends with them after that. <laughs> Daryl Concien. I could not be friends with him after I saw him and his mom kiss each other on the mouth. And I said, what the hell was that? He's like, you don't kiss your mom? I said, not on the mouth. And I didn't talk to him after that. I, I can't be alone. I can't be. All right, first of all, take away the French kiss thing. Mm. <laughs> but, like, there have been other people that have kissed their moms on the mouth. Like a little peck. Yeah. Like. No, you can't do it on the mouth, though. It's but, cheek. but you've seen that. Though. Yeah, I've seen it. So I'm not alone in that. No. Okay. But you're weird with that. You're you're, you're not alone in your weirdness. Uh, if you can back me up, 800-636-1067. Or hideout radio on the instant messenger. No one's going to back you up on tongue kissing. No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the regular kiss. It's still weird. So it's like eight, I was like eight or nine, you know? Mm. And I was beginning to get interest in girls. And I was curious. So my mom came up, you know, it was one of those I love you. She came up to give me a kiss. <laughs> and I stuck my tongue out. What did she do? Well, first of all, we didn't really kiss, tongue kiss. But you tried. She knew what you were doing. She took a step back in horror. And she didn't even have to say anything like I knew I had done something wrong. Yeah. Did you just feel that warm? Like, do you feel the embarrassment that I'm feeling for you right now? Not really. You didn't at that point? Well, no, I knew then, like, it was wrong. Okay, I might be lying. I might have been, like, 15. <laughs> you couldn't have been 15. You had to know at that point you don't kiss your mom. Whatever it was, it was a confusing time in my <laughs> life. It was college. So when I was in Houston a couple weekends ago, <laughs> visiting my mother, yeah, man, that kind of stuff just happens, though. It was very, I, I remember the look on her face, and she was shocked. I bet. I'm shocked. I'm sitting right here. I've admitted to terrible things in my life. But I don't think any of them amount to that even put together. But I know I'm not... A, like, this has happened to other people, though. I know it has. No. No, I, I, no, I know it has. Because I've, I've heard stories. I mean, you do... It's You don't mean to. It's an accident. You meant to. Yeah, you, but you didn't know what... You weren't doing it with, like, intention. You almost wanted to learn. Because, yeah. like, some people, they do that with their guy friends. You know? You've heard of that. You've never heard of guy friends who have... Like, all right, let's practice kissing on each other. No! We'll meet you there then. <laughs> I've never, ever, ever heard of that. That happens. Does it? Yes, it absolutely does. Then why isn't anybody stepping up? Because they, they are not as Usually, um, I, I am here, I have all these little exclamation points of people wanting to chime in. Blank! Because none of them are as open and honest as me. I'm in the hideout. I'm using a fake name. 
Okay. I'm going by Hefe. It's not my real God-given name, and I just told you something real. And I guarantee someone listening right now is like, oh, man, I did that too. Or I've done that. It's nothing to be ashamed about. You're just trying to figure stuff out. I, I just can't imagine. You're going through your quarter-life crisis. You know, I, I could... I could I could understand a cousin or even a sister. Mm-hmm. I could understand that at that age. Mm-hmm. But the mom, that's something that's been, I don't know, nurturing you through. You, you should have that known boundary right there. But you would figure, like, that's the safe place. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone's going to, I mean, she taught you certain things, like how to go to the bathroom and clean up and how to make your bed. It's almost natural that mm-hmm. she would teach you how to kiss. <laughs> it's not natural. Let's go to Matt in line one. Back Matt, me, you're in the hideout. Back me up. No, well, not really. <laughs> uh, about 16, made the high school football team. Come home, tell my mom. She's excited. She goes to give me a hug and a kiss. I turn my head the wrong way. She turns her head the wrong way. We touch lips. I lean back. I go, ew. So that's not nice to say. I said, you're my mom. I just kissed you on the lips. That's disgusting. Couldn't look at her. And Hefe, if you try to justify it, there's something more to it. You're nasty. Right, what you're it. really doing is you're trying to bury some feelings or trying to coyly come out and say, I make that with my mom. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you for the phone call. I'll beat it. Agreed. They did not make out with my mother. <laughs> Just tried. Just attempted it. All right, this is on the instant messenger. You tried to tongue kiss her and she doesn't believe that you were molested? That's true. Yeah. I was molested by a fat chick. Does Maybe. your mom remember you trying to tongue kiss her? I don't know. <laughs> you want me to call her? Yeah. You can just call her on your cell phone and just say, Hey, Ma, do you remember when I tried to tongue kiss you? <laughs> oh, Jesus, Because I know man. she doesn't It'll be a whole ordeal trying to get her on the line here. Yeah, I got to go get uh, my phone from the other room. You want to carry yeah, the conversation yeah, for Yeah, I, I have a few people I can read off of here. Hefe's <laughs> going to the other room to get his uh, mom's phone number because apparently when he was eight or nine he says he was wondering what it was like to kiss a girl with tongue so when his mom mom came up to him to give him a good night kiss he tried to slip tongue in it and uh now he's calling her to see if she remembers the time he t- tried to slip her some tongue it's gonna be really uh why are you making me call her? I'm not doing it on the air. You can you can just do it all off the air. Say, hey, Mom, we aren't on the air. Do you remember what I tried to tell you? Mom. Hey, I'm on the radio, but you're not, okay? I'm just calling you with my cell phone. I got a question. She said, okay, thank you. I got a question. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. No, I can't do this. I can't ask her. You got to ask her. Want me to ask her for you? No, I'll ask okay. her. Ma, do you remember... I don't remember how old I was, but do you remember that one time when we, <laughs> when you, you like gave me a kiss on the lips and I accidentally stuck my tongue out? Accidentally? No, there's no accident. You don't remember that? Alright, she says it never happened, so it didn't. Sure. She says you also you weren't molested. Alright, you're not on the air, so no one's here and you'd be mean to me. <laughs> No one's hearing you running your bit. Mm. Uh, all right, well, you're not on the radio. I'd have to tell you. All right, Ma, well, I just wanted to know if you remembered that or not. 
because it just it. You've never kissed me on the lips. We have. We have. <laughs> no, you have. We did. <laughs> no, you didn't give me tongue. I I I stuck my tongue out. Like, oh god. I'm glad that people at the grocery store are getting a kick out of you yelling it throughout the aisleway. No one said for you to yell it at the grocery store. You don't remember that? And she hung up. Let's go to to line two, Dave. She hung up. (laughs) Dave, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up? Out line two, Jock. Let's go to line three, the pizza guy. Yo. Yo. What's up, man? You're on the air. What's going on, guys? You know, you talk about trying to slip your mom some tongue, yet you guys sat there four years ago and tried to make fun of me for thinking (laughs) my stepsister was hot. (laughs) <laughs> All right, but, but dude, you're cre- that's creepy. That's Will. That's creepy, Will the Pizza Guy. I'm sorry, man. That's great. Thank you for the phone call. I'm telling you. Good to hear from you again. <laughs> Talk about holding a grudge. Yeah. Remember four years ago when you said I was dumb? It was creepy when you find your stepsister hot. Yeah, so I, my mom was with Peanut, my cousin. Hot. No, leave that alone. Love her. And she's, she's at the grocery store, and she's yelling, I did not kiss you on the lips. I did not tongue kiss you. You're my son. <laughs> then good. It didn't happen. <laughs> it did happen. No, it you didn't. know it did. It didn't. I know it's happened to people, though. I know it happened, and she doesn't <laughs> want to admit it. And I'm okay with that. How you, we, you know, you were pissed that she didn't, that she was. Because I know it did happen. Like, if I had gotten her on, I'm glad I called her off the air because she, she would have ruined it. Because I know it happened. All right, but I don't kiss my dad because that's gay. I, I can't even tell him I love him. And it's Father's Day tomorrow. You got to tell him you love him. You know, that would be more awkward than me asking my mom that if I slipped her the tongue, if I had to get my dad on the air and tell him I love him. Can I do that? No, because it's something. No, 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 no. It's something that guys just don't do. You tell your dad you love him. I tell my dad I love him at the end of every conversation. It's a way to say goodbye. You know, you don't that's do it. That's what you do with your mom, though, or like your chick. <clears throat> you know, people you want to make out with. People are commenting on how odd your whole family situation is with your mom because she mentally blocks out things. She do, she does. She doesn't remember. Anything that would be in, anywhere near inappropriate, my mom yeah. ain't down with. She has no, like, she refuses to believe that I was molested by a fat chick. Refuses to believe it. It's true. I even kind of went into some details when I was home because we were all sitting around drinking. Mm-hmm. And, like, she wanted some details, like, you know, how it would happen. Not, like, what I would do, but, like, the situation in which it would happen. And she was like, no way. There's no way that ever happened. And I'm like, the girl was fat. I remember. I remember those boobs. Like, I can so see them now. She was completely nude, molesting you. No. And then you tongue-kissed your mom. So, how big of a gap was there in between that? Was it? Was that a whole... Like almost a mesh of kind of um, experimentation that you're trying to go no, through at a young stop age. Stop it! No, when I got Melissa, I was probably like eight. That's when you said you tried to tongue kiss your mama's eight. No, because I was like seventeen when that happened. <laughs> that was my graduation present. <laughs> Some kids get a car. You got a tongue, dude. If Arab dudes can kiss each other on the mouth, and this is fine. This is society's norms trying to tell you who you have to be. I don't believe in that. 
I can be who I want to be. Uh, no, no one's stopping you. All right. What's the most... I'm afraid to ask you this. Uh-huh. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. What's the most inappropriate thing you've ever done with a family member? I don't think I've done anything with that. I don't, I don't like family. I really don't. Um, hmm. Do you think people think less of me now after I told that story? Yeah. That's the nature of telling people you tongue-kissed your mom. People I tried to. <laughs> I, did, I wasn't successful. <laughs> Trust me, your your explanation of just trying to right doesn't help you out at all. It actually makes it worse. Um, just a bit to full fledged doing it, and you had your hand on her ass too. Stop. All right, enough. Have fan dubs in the hideout. One hundred six point seven WJFK. Now, do you hug her up around the shoulder area? Or the waist. I don't really hug her anymore. And big? You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my mom, she's gotten so big now. She really has. Almost to the point of the woman who molested me. <laughs> and a really odd, strange twist of irony. You know who I'd like to kiss? Who? Your mom. Why? Like, taste of cigarettes? I've always of won- Capri 120s? I've always wondered, I've always just had dreams of making out with an ashtray. I'm sure. Uh, then you'd love my mom. An ashtray and uh, suntan lotion. You know what? I'll just go home and simulate it by putting an ashtray in the middle of my baseball mitt with your mom's leathery face. I'm sorry. I just had to deflect for a minute because I really feel like, wow, I've admitted something that I shouldn't have. Yeah. And I can't believe, I can't believe that after all this time. I know that one. I have not shared that one with you. You get a gem every day. <laughs> but I've told you, like, I can't run a batch to anyone that looks like my mom in porn. I've specifically thrown out some porn. Well, you, you can't do it about family members, period, if it, even if it resembles, like, a cousin. That's why I don't like Latin chicks. I don't like Latin chicks because they remind me of cousins, so I can't get into that. I love them. Bring your cousins my way. I had a great porn that, for whatever reason, one day the chick in it, Looked like my mom because my mom used to run around naked oh. when I was a kid. She used to run around naked, but this is when she was skinny before she had my little brothers. I'm mm. talking like in the 80s. She would run around naked around the house, which I think is kind of scarring. Did your mom do that? Um, uh, yeah, I got of uh, my mom and my sister. I got plenty of uh, full frontals, and they weren't big with the trimmers. No, no, no. Um, what was the 80s for yeah. me? So my mom wasn't I. Oh man. Uh, yeah. But I just got a real bad mental picture. But, so, there's that situation. Hey, the worst thing is, it would always be right, and my mom and my sister are small ladies. And it would be right after they got out of the shower. So, yeah, 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 yeah. it was like uh, an otter getting out <laughs> of a river. It was disgusting. <laughs> like you just took your dog to the dog beach. Yeah. Actually... For some reason, it independently shake off and waggle its tail. <laughs> and you knew that bitch could bark. Yeah. You heard it. So, But, yeah, moms, they do that, though. And they don't think about their sons and, like, what their sons are going through. Well, my mom would leave op- the, the trash can completely open with whatever was going on that month. It was, it was disgusting. What about with your dad? My dad moved out when I was about nine. Did you ever shower with your dad? No. Me neither. You did. 
You did. You all, you always shower with your dad. No. Until, my mom my until mom like the age of like to, two or three. My mom taught me how to shower. She uh <laughs> she was fully clothed and she was on the outside of the shower and she would just kind of direct me. Say, hey, grab the washcloth, rub it there. Right. Alright, let me ask you this. Tef Van Dubs in the hideout one oh six point seven WJFK. Did you ever take a bath with your male cousins? No. Me neither. Um, but I I was in a waiting pool with Bicurious BJ, my cousin, mm-hmm. and he tried to take a blade of grass and... No, all right, I don't want to know. I yeah. don't know. I just saw what you did. So basically a catheter. Yeah. Oh, you're such an ass. I didn't do it. He didn't try to do it to himself? Yeah. Oh, boy. Because I also I I used to uh, I used to bathe with my cousin Sam when we were kids growing up, but we had to keep our underwear on. Mm-hmm. And then you would get out when you were when it was time to clean those parts. Man, I had a messed up childhood when I stop and I think about it. Did you guys have instead of nap time, dry hump time? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> there was there was just odd stuff going on there. But again, I can't be alone in that. There's no way. This other is pe- it a Latin thing? I would think brother, because we were like brothers, though, you know. Yeah. And so I think brothers would probably bathe with each other when you're growing up, like four or five. Water con- con- uh, con- <laughs> Wow, uh, conservation is not a huge thing was, in America. It was West Texas, though. Eh. I think back for you, for you when you were growing up, you never do, you never did any of this. I did some weird stuff, but it was alone. Like, I, I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I you say this on the air? Yeah. Right. I didn't know. I was about 13, 14. And you know what you discover about yourself when you're 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. You discover the world of adult movies and what you use them for. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know. You take a towel and wipe it over your body afterwards. Stop. Okay. So I just go to school. (laughs) (laughs) Stop it. There's no way. Yeah. This only happened like four or five times of me walking around like I had dry potato flakes on my... Okay. Wow, brother. Yeah. You're the weird one. Why am I the weird one? That's creepy. It's dirty. That's creepy. Ironically... I know you, and you are bathing right now every other day, so you probably got the exact same situation going on. No, 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 no. The exact same situation going on right now. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up this hideout. 800-636-1067. Don't judge me. I, I sat here, and I poured my heart out to you. I admitted a couple of things I never really wanted. Honestly, I don't, I'm not ashamed. I I had... I had buried them, and for whatever reason, they came unlocked sure. and talked about them tonight in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. That's bad radio. The hideout. The hideout. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. But we will destroy this place. The hideout.
wrapping it up on this Saturday night in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm Hefe. I thought it was Catterday. That is Dubs. Will you ruin Catterday? Catterday sucks. I'm um, sitting here reading through all these. They're really funny. They're heartwarming. I wish these were heartwarming cats. Um... I think the boys will be back next week. The Satchel Patch and the kid, Twink McLovin. It's kind of the problem when the boys just they kind of volunteer their time. Mm-hmm. You can't guilt them into saying, hey, right, we you, need made you. A, you made a commitment. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the kid's out doing what he really wants to do at sports radio mm-hmm. and not getting any poon. <laughs> and I'm sure the Satchel Patch has just been going crazy in Arkansas. Yeah, with those rednecks. That other week. He shows them a uh, an ID with any major city on it, and he's got a line full of poon just waiting for him. That's a, uh, a some new guys that we've had in the hideout. They just weren't here um, this week. Gave them the days off, so it was me and Dubs. We've come a long way since that segment, that second segment in which you were. <laughs> I had to yell at you. Hey, I I will share the blame in that one with you. Uh, you are the blame in that one. Share. So you're low on money? A little bit, yeah. A lot of it, yeah. You don't want to go to the movies tomorrow, then? I can't. I'd love to. You can't even afford a movie? No. Do you want to know how much is in my account? Do you want to share? Sure. I have nothing to lose except for the 20 cents that's in my account right now. Damn, dude. 20 cents. <laughs> how does that happen? Um. Well, I've been... Uh, spreading myself a little bit thin. I haven't been budgeting that well, for one. I'll admit that freely. And it's been like, you know, three weeks since uh, my last paycheck, three weekends. So... Um, it's actually been three months. No. Three weekends since my last check. Oh. Oh, I see. Yeah. I, I think you meant from JFK. No. But three weekends. And uh, usually, you know, it's two weekends, then a check. Two weekends, then a check. I thought I was going to have my check. Because usually when the payment, the pay schedule, you know, 15th and end of the month, if the 15th lands on a on a weekend, you get it on uh, Friday. Oh, cry me a whiver. <laughs> is that a... That's what, a is, that, that a, is that a Catterday scene? Mm-hmm. Okay. You didn't see that one? No. Cry me a whiver? Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, so uh, I thought I was getting paid Friday, not getting paid till Monday. Right. Which hurt. Um. So you can't even go. All right, can't do anything. Nothing. Did you want to go? You want me to pay you? I'm. I'm. Me and my chick, my mm-hmm. fiance, we're gonna go see the happening tomorrow. Hey, it's getting terrible reviews on Rotten no, Tomatoes. Don't tell me that. I, I'll just tell you what the uh, Rotten Tomato rating is. And this, you know, what Rotten Tomatoes is right. Yeah, like they're compiling. out there everywhere. They got salmonella. <laughs> It's a compiling of both, uh, you know, people on Rotten Tomatoes and the um, the actual reviewers around the country. Oh, really? I didn't know it was a compiling. Yeah, right? it's a compiling of all of them. Let me go back up to the top here. Well, don't tell me because you're going to ruin it for me. No, I'm not going to give you anything. Last time I saw the Rotten uh, Potatoes. <laughs> tomatoes. Oh. I It was for Alien vs. Predator. I'm like, God, oh, jeez, I guess I'll just wait then. All right, what do you want? The... Uh, the team meter critics, the top critics, uh, well, the I whole ex- community. I expect the top critics are going to hate it. Yeah, top critics gave it 
Ooh, damn. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's uh, lower than W's approval. The uh, whole Rotten Tomato community, 38%. Okay. You saw The Strangers. You said that sucked, right? Yeah, that was terrible, and that one got like 46%. Jesus. See, I, I don't want to go see um, The Hulk. I'm a huge fan of The Hulk, but I hate that it's CG. They just need to find some roided-out dude. Yeah, they need to find another Ferrigno and make him The Hulk. The Hulk got 63%. No way. The, the happening is down to 20% overall. Stop it. The question is, do I, do, do I now go? Do I trust what people online say, though? But it, it, is, rotten, so is rotten potatoes... Is that tomatoes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is it what? Is it something you can trust? Is that like a I've reputable always, one? I've always had pretty good luck with rotten tomatoes, except for they gave Kung Fu Panda 87%. All right, well, then that explains it all. Hate, hate these Pixar slash... DreamWorks craps. All right, look up and see what they gave Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Let's see. What about what did they give? Don't mess with the Zohan, because that looks awful. Don't mess with the Zohan got thirty five percent. Um, let's see where is. Because with Indiana Jones, I liked it, but it's a situation of everyone else hated it. You know, ten thousand BC got nine percent. Where's Where's Indiana Jones at? So you're gonna telling me that the happening's getting real close to that then? Why do people hate? They hate M Night Shyamalan though. Oh, uh, he he hasn't really done anything good in a while. But he had he had a couple of really great movies. Yeah, the beginning, but all of them sucked after that. Wow. No, that's okay. not true. The Sixth Sense was you know, obviously um, great. I really liked. Whatchamacallit, Unbreakable. Yeah, those are the early ones. And Signs. Signs was not good. Really? I didn't like it. All right. The Village was awful. Village was god-awful. Indiana Jones, 77%. Okay, well then then maybe I have to trust them then. Iron Man, 93%. Did you go see that? Yeah, I saw I didn't think Iron Man was as great as everyone said it was. I was good, but it wasn't great. Maid of Honor is wiping them up on there at 13%. <laughs> but see, they're not going to like those. What about Don't Mess With The Zohan? What does that have? Let's see, Don't Mess With Because I, I really want to really go to the movies and just be mindless. I, need, I had such a stressful week. We're here in the hideout. That wasn't even stressless because of you not having any game. So I really needed something where I could I can go, I can sit there, I can have a nice popcorn movie. And I thought the happening... Should I go see Sex in the City? Uh, what about Sex in the City? Where's that at? I'm looking up Don't Mess with Zohan right now. Don't Mess with Zohan is 35%. It's Run. taking a beating. Yeah. And why would you go see Sex in the City? Did you actually like the show? I watched it. That would be so annoying, though. Yeah, I probably shouldn't go see Sex in the City. Yeah. Um, Sex in the City... Um, it, and I, I got to see clips of that because I went to uh, the drive-in to go see um, Strangers. What are you living in, 1978? Sex and City got 52%. People are telling me I should go see Bigger, Stronger, Faster. What's that? What is that movie? I have no idea. Let's go to line one with Kevin. Kevin, you're in the hideout. 
Oh, the bigger, faster, stronger is a steroid movie I was telling you about. Oh, really? Yeah. They're not gonna have that here in Tampa Bay. No. That's where we do the show from. Kevin, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. What's, hey, up? what's up, bro? What up, dude? Heffa, you you say a line we used to quote, but think for yourself and challenge authority. Yeah. But yet you live by a website of nerds and losers to decide what movie you Are see. Are you talking about Hino Heretics? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. How are you thinking for yourself? It's, I don't know if I should see this. Or, or tell me what Rotten Tomatoes thinks. Who gives a damn? If you want to go see Sex in the City, go see Sex in the City, little girl. Hey, you fruit. <laughs> All right, beat it. Thank hey, you for the oh, phone call. Girl. All right, yeah. I'm glad. It's like you're drowning like you should. <laughs> Um, all right, listen, I am, apparently this has one of those reputations of actually being right for being right. You know, that's, all right, I'm going to have to see if I can find this bigger, faster, stronger. Let me see what they're giving on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Movie poop shoot. <laughs> Uh, 800-636-1067. Like, I want to find out the happening, if people liked it. I don't know. Now I don't know what to do. I like to give this M. Night Shyamalan a chance. Actually, it's bigger, stronger, faster. Whatever. And 100%. It's also Doverman. 100%. Really? Yeah. Um, but why would we have that in Florida? There's no reason to have that movie in Florida. Let's go to Channing. He saw the happening. All right. Dude, don't ruin it for me, but do I see it? Do I waste my time? I mean, do you like Shyamalan movies in general? Yeah, I, I do. Think, I dig them. I, I was always want to give the guy a chance, and I went to go see it yesterday, and, and I enjoyed. It. I thought it was okay. You like it's ninety minutes long. You'll love it for like eighty minutes. Oh, you, eighty minutes. Same. But bad. am I going to hate the last ten? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I didn't like it, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah, that's uh, true. You're right. It's not like I'm sitting here trying to decide. Whether or not you want a you want a popcorn movie, I think it, I think it'll be fun for a Sunday afternoon. All right, hey, I pre okay. good stuff. Thank you for the phone call. Thank you for helping. That's what I need here in the hide. I need people to help me, not call me names. <laughs> I get that during the re the regular week. All right, so I think I'm going to go. Because I do, I usually like his flicks. He tries. Yeah. I at least appreciate when a guy's trying, you know? That's why I hated you in the second segment today. I don't even know if I want to put that up on a podcast. Don't. No, I think I should. <laughs> Just to show how much you suck. Oh, come on. All right. That's shared. All right, so I'm going to go see The Happening then. Hey, did you hear? Um, so, I, like, part of the big news this week was that it's really hot. And in Fairfax County, you know, it's graduation time. Uh -huh. Most of the schools have decided that there's not going to be valedictorians. Why? Because it's too competitive. Uh, it's too competitive. So many schools in Fairfax honor graduates... Uh, have honor graduates, which just means all high achievers. But other schools like McLean simply call above 4.0 students valedictorians. All of them are valedictorians. And then in Annandale, there's neither. We're so doomed. America is so doomed when we can't... E the, the reason they say is to discourage students from viewing grades, grades as being a competition. They are! Why, do, why don't you want people competing... To have a better product than the other and to get it rewarded for it. And that's what goes back to the whole rotten uh, tomatoes thing where it's all it is a competition. You're hey, going to get a grade. You're going to be held accountable. The better grades make you better. You know, they mean more when you're sitting there and you're trying. 
If the maid of honor people obviously did not try, and they got a thirteen on Rotten but, Tornadoes. <laughs> rotten Tomatoes. Whatever they're killing Boy Scouts on that website. <laughs> and um, I don't think those people even care. It's like that. It's like the burnout in school. That the maid of honor doesn't care. They want to make money off of the names that they have in it, and screw the rest of it. It's not about a, putting together a great movie. And I think people should be rewarded when they put out something good. Well, I do like it, because if I had gone to McLean High School, I'd have been a valedictorian. <laughs> I had like a 4.3 GPA. Really? Because we went on a five-point scale, and I, don't, uh. I took all like honors classes and stuff. Damn it, people are telling me now. They're sending me emails. The happening. That was the. That was in the. Yeah. And then the message is sucked. Oh. See, I was excited about the strangers. You went and watched, it and you said it was, I was awful. I, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was going to be decent too. I was actually pretty excited about it, and there was no real. I mean, there. It wasn't a story. There was no movie to it. It was a situation. It was a scene. It was one scene from a movie. Is Liv Tyler in it? Yeah. I don't go see see anything with her in it. Isn't she in something else? Isn't she in the Hulk? She's in the Hulk. I'm not going to go watch it. She's too awkward looking. I like her. No, why would you? Then you like dudes. I do not. Much? You obviously, earlier you are talking about how you made out with your mom. That was you. <laughs> Whatever. I wouldn't. <laughs> My dad kissed me on the neck once. Big deal. All right. I feel much better about this show. That's I was all. ready to quit. That's all. I was ready to go to best of. Why? Because you sucked earlier today. Dude. You were really, you were in, you were inappropriate and unavailable. You were emotionally unavailable, and that's the reason why you can't find a girlfriend. I will agree with that. And that's what I was stuck with, and I had to left you too. I'm still You're just mean at times. I'm looking, I'm still looking for co-hosts. This will be the last time it's just me and Dubs. No. Yes. Come on. I've made that official. No, it was five minutes. But sometimes that's all you're ever judged on is that five minutes. Whatever. And that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Great argument. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Well, to recap for you, we were sad about Tim Russert. Yes. Really bummed. Obviously so bummed that Dubs couldn't formulate a thought in that second segment. It happens sometimes. Sometimes I'm in the morning. And then we got back on track mm. in this in this Catterday, on our first Catterday in a post-Russert world. <laughs> so, anyway. You know what? Russert would have wanted us to be uh, celebrating Catterday. I think so. It's the only way you get through is you find I little things that make life worth it. I'd love to see a, a picture of Russert naked. It's covered with a cat. One cat, one that's, place. That's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. I think that's how I want to remember him. Well, that's not how I want to remember him as the great journalist as he was. And unfortunately, I really do believe that journalism has died with him. What, do we got to sit there and look at Wolf Blitzer like he's going to give us something worth a damn? Nope. The factor. All right. Now I know we're at the end of the world for counting on Bill O'Reilly. You're just dizzy. You need to get into a no-spin zone. You guys have a fantastic week. We'll see you here, hopefully at full strength, with the satchel patch and the kid, McLovin, and Dubs out sick. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you Saturday night at 6. Joe Radio, 
I'm just going to say it's on the way. We haven't talked to Joe in weeks, but I'm just going to say Joe Radio is next. We miss you. Right here on 106.7 WJFK. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Five thousand.